The force is with you, young Skywalker. Big trust. Woo woo. But you are not a Jedi yet. talking sports everybody episode 116 just wrapped up afc and nfc conference championships we got the super bowl to look forward to but we got a week before that so this week we're gonna be looking back at those games that just happened uh talking about everything that happened in those games all the outrage all the fun stuff uh we're gonna be doing some nhl deep dive this week uh it's been a minute since we talked about nhl we got kyle back so we gotta jump into it um, and then maybe if we have some time getting into some NBA, uh, if not, we'll save that for Thursday and you guys can jump in for that on, uh, when we, when we go live then. Um, but before we get into anything, it's been so long, Kyle, how you been? I've been good, man. Um, for those of you guys that do not know, um, very long week, I bought a house and we, thank you, thank you, thank you. And we just moved in this last Saturday. Um, so I've been packing like crazy. Um, and we had issues with my dog. Um, she was having some allergic reactions. Ah breaking out in hives and we didn't know if it was food we didn't know what was going on um but pictures were gnarly i showed tim i'll show uh i'll show logan here in a second but um yeah it was uh yeah a little scary um our dog and our cat Mm -hmm. are our uh yeah children they are our best friends and our kids they are so uh a lot going on and all that pretty much did was just delay the fact that we couldn't really pack so we had to pack a bunch um, and we kind of just fell behind, and she's good, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, as of right now, she is good. Um, we gave her a little bit of her like a new food, and she kind of got like a bump on her head again, but we didn't know what it was, and then it went away. So she hasn't like broken out in hives yet. So we're 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 hoping everything is okay with her. Any guesses on what was causing it, or um, so we think it might have been the food. So what it was was. Um, so, here, I'll show you the pictures real quick. Um, so, Amanda texted me at work and was like, hey, Kona woke up with this around her eyes. Right? So, like, a little poofy oh, yeah, yeah. and a little bumpy, right? And I'm like, okay, well, you know. Um, Kiva fucking loves to lick her eyes and will also attack her face. Yeah. And she's gotten little nicks before, and so it was like, okay, you know, maybe she just got caught in the face or something. Amanda sends me that about an hour later. Perfectly clear. Yeah, perfectly fine. She's like, all right, hey, yeah. okay, cool. But and we had already made the vet appointment. So it was like, all right, hey, like, you know, a little nerve-wracking, but all right. foreshadowing over Must here. have been something, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, like, an hour after that, she breaks out with that all yeah. over. And so it was like, okay, so what the fuck's going on? So we tried switching out her food. Um, and, or sorry, we spent, like, all day Sunday I spent with her. Um, Amanda had some stuff to do, so I was at home packing and kind of just keep an eye on her, and she was fine all day. And then she ended up having dinner, and then an hour later broke out with hives again all over her face. We're like, all right, maybe it's the food. So we call the vet. The vet's like, yeah, try and get her, you know, on some antibiotics and try switching up her food. So we're like, yeah, so we're like, okay, cool. So we give her um, rice, eggs, and some pumpkin and some green beans, right, unsalted. And uh, it's kind of clearing up. We give her a little bit of fish food. Or, or, sorry, the fish brand instead of turkey from the same brand of dog food. Yeah, I was like, if you gave her fish food, I think she would hate you. Yeah, no, yeah. And so in the morning time, she was fine. Night time, she was fine. But then she woke up at 2 a.m. because she had to shit. And so I walked her. She shit everywhere. And then come back, and we see that she's completely broken out in hives all down her back. And so I called the vet back. I'm like, hey, 
And he goes, hey, well, it could have been the dog food then. He goes, but sometimes it takes five days to clear it out of her system and yada, yada. So we fed her eggs, um, white mm-hmm. rice, and chicken for pretty much five days. And then we slowly started incorporating um, the like the fish uh, meal back in. And uh, she's begun like the last day and a half. So as of right now, we think we're okay. Okay. And it is what it is. Um, I think it might have just been a mix, too, of us packing and her getting stressed out about a move. And it probably doesn't help. Yeah. I, so. I, my, my boss and Terry used to get, like, hives on top of her head, and they would look pretty bad. Really? But I don't remember if it was, like, grass or something. Or yeah. she watched the Niners game, boom, roasted. Boom, roasted. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Knowing that, if it was that, Kyle's dog, she yeah. would so <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That, no, that, no, 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 no. Boom to, like, Niners fans. Like, the Niners are so bad and disgusting that, like, they give dogs allergic reactions? Yeah. So boom to you f- for harming dogs? <laughs> no. Boom, boom to the Niners for hurting my dog? No. Tim. No, what? Tim's a bad person. That's not what ha- is happening <laughs> right now. Josh Johnson, <laughs> Josh Johnson drops back to pass. He immediately breaks out in hives. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. If my dog would be doing backflips. Are, are you calling Josh Johnson a dog? Yeah, dude. I'm not He's sure. Not that dog. I think I'm not sure what's going on right now. I think we're missing this. He's saying yeah. if Josh Johnson were to drop back to pass and Kona heard that on the TV, she immediately would break out in hives. From stress. Um, but as a Packers fan, uh, me watching them get their asses kicked, uh, yeah, I think she'd be she'd be pretty yeah, okay. She'd be thrilled. Um, but yeah, other than that, Saturday we moved in, so we're moved in completely. Um, we got the bed set up. That was the first thing I wanted to do there. was get that all up in there. Fuck yeah. And then uh, <laughs> Yeah, Sunday was just busy. Um, her mom had surgery on Monday, so we spent the day with her mom. So, house is still a fucking wreck. Yeah, but <gasps> yeah, so. but we're in, so we're trying to unpack and organize and get everything good to go. So, um, it's probably a thing. Yeah. with ESPN. Did you just like? Are you just using? Like oh, a, the white bar. Yeah, you're just using ESPN like yes. capture. Did that fix it? There you go. Nice. Look at you go, big dog. Um, but yeah, so I mean, other than that, dude, my life's been busy. Um, definitely was a bummer that I missed these ones. I told Amanda, I was like, "Hey, I will be there on Thursday to be able to help pack because we have to get shit ready." I was like, "So it's got to be a big day." Um, I was like, "But I am going to be there Tuesdays and Thursdays now going forward." And she's like, "Yeah, that's totally fine." So we here, boys. Tim, how about you though, bud? Uh, pretty good. Hold on, sending a message. Feels like it's been a century since I've seen all you guys. Send us cheers. Hell yeah. Send us cheers. Hey, just a reminder, like 50. That's only like 50 cents, guys. Um, so you guys can always send us cheers. It's cheaper than subbing. You guys can do like 100 cheers at a time. You guys can go crazy if you guys really want to. But just letting you guys know, for those of you that think like, hey, can't really afford $5 a month or like don't want to commit to subbing to someone, send us like 50 cheers or something like that. That's 50 cents. Let us know how we're doing, guys. We really appreciate any support that you guys are going to give us. Uh, but how I'm doing. Big time. Um, School started last week. Um, you weren't Ugh. here for that. Uh, it's um, I'm taking Calc 2 and Physics. God damn. Um, Raffle and stuff know that. Um, so I'm getting my butt kicked already. Tuesdays. What, what days do you have class? Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Just split up. Oof. Like Mondays, it's kind of like a, a, a noon to like 5 thing. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays is just 11 to 2. Um, so it's not too bad. Oh, nice. Yeah. but uh, And one of them is all online. And you work Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Um, 
It will be Wednesday mornings I'll open, and then Friday I close. It's one of the this week though. This week Thursday I close because she like messed up the schedule, so I was like I still close Thursday, but I don't get off out of school till like two. But it was kind of weird. So I opened up my availability. You know, Starbucks, you, you have to open up your availability and do all that kind of stuff. Yep. So I opened up my availability because I thought you know what that might help her out a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Help her out. Maybe she needs me on those days so I can help out. More money. Blah 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 blah. Well, um, she was like, hey, if I give you more hours, I have to take them away for another shift. Are you sure you want more than 12 hours? And I was like, no, I don't want more. I thought I was helping you out. And she's like, then we'll just keep you at 12. And I was like, yeah, sounds fucking great. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know. That's great, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't need it, yeah, take it from somebody else. Plants on that one, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Mm. I learned that, though. Just been doing school. Um. And not a whole lot. Nice. What about you, man? Hanging out, watching games. Uh, Brittany and I have been broke as shit, which is not great. Not great. But I feel that. Uh, Brittany's been paying for things, which is nice. I feel like a spoiled little boy. Uh, <laughs> Her but, open house got canceled. Did that get rescheduled? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, probably. Just with the snow. She did one on Saturday that was great because the weather out. was good. Yeah. And then Sunday, we were supposed to, she was supposed to have an open house and then also supposed to do. Uh, Help out a friend, family friend. Didn't end up doing either because it's no. Bruh, we thought about splitting up the move between Saturday and Sunday. And we said, no, let's just get it all done on Saturday. Yeah, that's the move. Wow. Woke up at 8 o'clock to fucking snow everywhere. And I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah, no, it was the right decision. Um, so, yeah, that was, that was fine. Good weekend. Um, work's been fine. Nothing crazy. Um, and then, uh, oh yeah, I'm bringing early booming to Blaze Pizza. I don't know if you guys had Blaze Pizza or how often. I think you had I've it. heard of it. That's what I was eating. So what I was eating today. Um, okay. Tim, I'm sure you would hate the pizza that I was eating today. It was not my pizza. Okay. It was Brittany's pizza. Okay. Um, it was uh, you know red sauce and like some ricotta and some uh, mozzarella. Yeah, love that. And then it's pepperoni. And I think some bacon. And then it had mushrooms, bell peppers, olives, and broccoli. Oh. Okay, so I could do the bell peppers, mm-hmm. and I could live with the olives. But broccoli doesn't belong on a pizza. It was interesting. I ate it, and I was like, I don't hate it. No, broccoli doesn't belong on a pizza. That's uh, ridiculous. That's the most ridiculous thing that you've ever said in your entire life. So that was, was Brittany's. It wasn't mine. My pizza was pepperoni, bacon, Italian sausage, and jalapenos. You know what? And... God damn, that sounds good. <laughs> it was good. And uh, so we ordered it. Brittany got broccoli on her pizza? Yeah. So here's the thing. So that, so it... it uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, here's the thing. No, so not, not with that. So we ordered it, right? And then when Brittany's pressed place order, it was on her phone, and the mobile version of their website is dog shit. Right. And so it blew up. It just blew up, like zoomed in, and you could just scroll around only up and down, not left and right, and you couldn't zoom out. Okay. So we were like, oh, it just fucked up and it didn't send anything. So we went back, redid the entire order, sent it again. Soon as we pressed send, I would say 30 seconds later, Brittany got a call from Blaze Pizza that was like, hey, did you guys mean to order this twice? And we were like, she was like, no, I did not mean to order that twice. Totally fine. Just make one of those. She's like, do I get a refund? Whatever. She's like, oh, I'll figure it out when we get here. We're like, sick. Cool. We showed up at Blaze Pizza to four pizzas, uh, two orders of cheesy bread, 
and some desserts. And you didn't have to pay for it all, right? No, we paid for one order. Right. And they were like, yeah, we were already making them. So, and Brittany was like, you called me 30 seconds after I placed the order and I told you you didn't need to make them. And I was like, but they you already shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you, you should stop talking right now. Uh, no, they don't do wings at Blaze Pizza. It's just pizza. Um, <sighs> I don't like the place then. Oh, yeah, no, it's, no it's, I guess that's not. Yeah, Mod, Mod doesn't it's do just wings a, It's just like you, you go there for personal pizza. It's a Subway pizza, right? It's yeah, like, essentially. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we went there and I was like. <laughs> it's lame. And I was like, all this free food. And I was I was excited. And Brittany was like, what are we going to do with all this? And I was like, you should you need to stop yeah, complaining. fucking right eat it. I was like, we just got two free pizzas and a free order of cheesy bread. Like, yeah. This is a this is a day that you would have in heaven. <laughs> yeah. This is not this is not a regular Monday night, Brittany. Like, uh, and this so is the Monday of the gods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the best Monday I've had in years. Yeah. So and then so we went to leave, and the whole time Brittany was just like, "What are we going to do with all this food?" And I was like, "I'm going to eat. I don't care what you eat. Yeah, I'm going to eat it. You can eat. What are we half do your pizza? What I don't do we, care. What are we going to do with all this food? What do you mean? What do we do with food? We eat it, and, yeah. I'm, and then I'm going to fucking eat it. Yeah, fucking yeah. throw it. I don't like. Come on. Yeah. So I ate my pizza, uh, and then Brittany had like half of hers. I had the other half tonight. Of course, I had half of my second pizza for lunch, um, and then I might have my other half when I get home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there's no restrictions when it little, comes to little, slamming It's just a little like, uh, just like a little personal pizza, you know? Yeah, hey, you got it to not disappear. Huh? So you got it to not disappear. I just noticed that. Yeah. Oh, I did, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it was it was a great night for me and my household. Uh, loved eating that. Um, other than that, just been kind of hanging out. <laughs> not doing much else. And I, I'm okay with that. Um, dude, yeah, so you had a fucking great Monday, dude. I had a great Monday night. We've been busy at work today and a little bit yesterday, but... Uh, all right, Tim Brunson screwing us Lakers money line writers. Um, I know I didn't take a money line today because I was uh, a little scared um, of taking them, and then I, I was also thinking about taking the LeBron under, um, which was forty four points, rebounds, and assists. Under? Um, yeah, because he he was supposed to sit out with an ankle injury, um, and I'm glad I didn't. That was. 44 because oh. he's at 45 right now. Yeah, so that's one of my favorite moments that I've ever seen with, like, prop bets. There was a game where the Lakers were playing, and it was, like, Draymond over under, like, 20 points, rebounds, assists. And, like, five minutes before the game, Draymond tweeted out and was like, hey, I'm not playing tonight. And so everyone just hopped on the under. Yeah. And it hit over? No, because he didn't play. He literally tweeted and was like, I'm not playing. Oh, yeah, but he could, and so then could all the sports it. books got fucked because oh. they, they, everyone hopped on it before they could pull it. Booming off. the dream before on, they dude. could pull it off the books. He got he got some people paid. Fuck he was yeah, like, I'm not did. playing tonight. Put all of your money on the under. Well, dude, and <laughs> yeah, the fact that William Hill wasn't able to adjust quick enough. Yeah, exactly. They should be following every pro athlete on fucking. Twitter. Yeah, I was like that. That's a great win. It's a great. Oh win. yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that wraps it up for how we're doing though. So why don't we jump <clears> into? We'll use up those channel points, Burger. Yeah, use them up. Well, I don't think you can. I have 20K. Um, beef stroganoff. Nice. I do like some beef stroganoff. Um, the mushrooms just have to be, like, grinded out, you know? Just one of those things. I've had, you know had some stroggies with uh, big slices of mushroom. It's like fucking car tire, dude. Yeah, and also, you know what goes hard? The hamburger helper beef stroganoff. Oh. God, if you if if you have never been poor, maybe you should try to give away your (laughs) money so you can have some hamburger helper for dinner. Yeah, because it should go hard. Yeah, 
All right, well, why don't we jump into Burger? Stop. <laughs> That's <laughs> Zach Levine for Westbrook and two first. I would love it. But we don't have the first we have, sloppy seconds are so far away. I think the Bulls probably are like, no. <laughs> Beef strong enough, dude. Yeah. All right, why don't we jump Stroking into me some off sports news we did not know we cared about Kyle. Burger, dude. That was a good one. All right, boys. Uh, this all, the whole I, uh, yeah, I didn't know tonight was an episode, so I got some uh, quick notes. Got the Cliff Notes uh, sports news this week. Kicking off, as always, we got NFL. Uh, the biggest, I would say, update this week um, is Broncos and Sean Payton reach a deal. Um, or I guess Broncos and the Saints reach a deal. Uh, so Broncos are giving a 2023 first rounder and a 2024 second rounder for Sean Payton and a third rounder. Yeah. I don't know which year it was. Um, and I mean, yeah, dude. I mean, Sean Payton, I think he can run a good offense. Obviously, the Broncos defense is... Um, dynamite because if the Broncos would have just scored 18 points a game, they would have been in the playoffs easily. Um, so, I mean, yeah, if your defense yeah. can hold a team to under 18 and you win, your offense should be able to perform. Um, so now they've got uh, Russ, who was starting to come. He alive. looked good in the last three weeks, four weeks. So, hopefully. Breaking news after seeing the Russ contract and Broncos' lack of first and second round pick, Sean Payton has announced his retirement. Dude, he was going to get paid regardless. <laughs> hey, first time straight. chatter, Cuban Benny, but you did already follow us. So, hey, appreciate the first time. Are you time Cuban chat. or do you like Cuban eggs Benedicts? Because I've had that before and it's fire. Ooh, it sounds fire. Yeah. Well, it doesn't. I don't like Did it have Did it have uh, crowd it on it? Hmm? Sauerkraut? You don't like sauerkraut? I but know. you like I, broccoli I, on your pizza? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That, that's not that No, weird. no, dude. So very, I'm coming out swinging. So first off, flavored. I wouldn't mind it. I like broccoli. I've had asparagus on pizza, <laughs> and I loved it. Yeah. Um, but that was a good torch. Okay. Um, but, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it did not have sauerkraut, or else I would have remembered that. Um, I do like sauerkraut. Though. I was going to say, if, if it had everything else, I'd probably fuck up those eggs, Benny, as well. Yeah, no, it was it was hella good, though. Um, but overall, I don't think I don't think Sean Payton would ever, you know... Um, dude. Ooh, dude, cocaine. Retire. Cuba? I think right. he realizes that he has a veteran QB. He has um, Javante Williams, great running back. Um, yeah. And then he has healthy. his wide receivers. He has Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, um, Tim Patrick. KJ Hamlin. Hamlin a de 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 decent O-line. It's not the worst, and it's not it's like best. six tight ends, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, no, yeah, but it's the same thing to where, like, okay, I talk shit about the Broncos all season long. I projected them to not be good. It is what it is um, because they there weren't no good. in between. But, yeah, but nobody is talking about the fact that they lost all of their running backs. Well, like, like that would have changed the dynamic of their game. They knew sure. Russ was going to have the ball, so it changes the way that the offense was able to try and Them perform. having to go to Melvin Gordon, who fumbles every other time he touches the ball, dude, is not a great look. Bad. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I think Sean Payton's going to excel there. I do think Sean Payton is a little overhyped. Um, I do think he's a he great coach. He did have Drew Brees for his yeah, entire career. exactly, and he only won one Super Bowl, mm -hmm. um, and then – Immediately, uh, and Drew Brees broke immediately. records for yes. yards and touchdowns. Yeah, because they fucking threw the ball all the time, but they knew how to use Kamara at the same time as well. So, I I, I think it's the that's, it's the good teamwork there. That's the thing to me is like since Sean Payton left, Kamara's done nothing. nothing. They don't fucking use him. You have you have, in my opinion, 
one of the top three biggest threats of in the backfield in the NFL. For like dual threat ability, absolutely. Yes, for dual threat ability. And yeah, him, McCaffrey. And he didn't like, get used at all this whole yeah. season. Or, or the season before. I don't even think he really did anything either. Once yeah. Drew Brees retired. So it's like, yeah, you guys got to really just think about it. But I think Sean Payton on the Broncos, I think it's actually a really good fit for him. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, and I'm just I'm happy that it's finally over. I think it makes a lot of sense for him to go there. What I don't like is what they paid for him. I think the Saints absolutely fucking reamed him. Well, when you need a head coach and it's like... Yeah, but what, here's here's a first and a second for a head coach. I think the, their thought process I didn't is, even know they did that shit. I think their thought... <laughs> I, I thought just it was just fatty just, contracts. Well, I didn't it's, know. Like, it's, it's just like because when, uh, the Celtics traded Doc Rivers to the Clippers. Yeah. Like, you get picks for it. Because they're technically under contract, you can trade them. Yeah, which is wild. Because think. he retired under contract, and that's it was the same thing with Brady and the Bucks. They're like, and oh, Gronk. Well, is he gonna have to trade? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, so, finish points. Um, I, th- I just think they overpaid for him. I mean, I think it's just a matter of uh, you gave him a first and second. I understand that maybe you need a head coach, but at the end of the day, um, Sean Payton went to one Super Bowl. Um, obviously, he would have gone to a second one if he didn't get absolutely hosed on the call versus the Rams. Which, you know, looking back yeah. on it. Um, I would rather have seen the Saints go fucking score more than three points <laughs> yeah. than the fucking my Rams, dude. That was yeah. fucking embarrassing. I <laughs> the heartache to the Saints on a on a fair play would have been less heartbreaking than putting yeah. up three in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yes, dude. I would have been like, oh yeah, that was clearly pass interference. Like Where I you did. could just be mad at one corner for fucking up. And yeah, be like, dude, how do you commit pi there? We could have gone to the Super Bowl instead of. What ended up happening? Yeah. Instead of sitting and, and sitting down on the kitchen floor with a handle of crown in front of me going, like, why and, am I and, even here right And now? being a part of, at least in my lifetime, the worst Super Bowl that I've ever seen. Yes. Yeah, that's super fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah Total fest. Absolutely agree with Cuban? you. Cuban? That's, that's what Broncos huh? get for hiring a coach before they have their QB. Got happening expecting Rodgers to come with. That's fair. Uh, Benny, I'm a lifelong Broncos fan. They have now traded three first-round picks, three second-round picks, two starters, including two team captains. for Four Russell starters. Here, sorry, four starters, two team captains. So here, here's the thing. Yes, they did. Damn. They traded a lot. Cuban, when you break it down like that, it's tough. It's a tough shit. But it's also, <laughs> this is a move, I think, when you give up a first and a second, and you sit there and you say, we're going all in, oh and we God. think that with our defense being as good as it was, right? Like, it was an amazing defense this year. It's a – okay, if, if that's going to be the case, if we can get a coach that can get the offense flowing and the defense just stays where it is, we could win 12, 13 games next year. We could be in yeah. – this is a this is a we think with the right offensive mind at, at coach – we could go to a Super Bowl. Yeah. And that's the move they're making. It's like, we don't care what we give up if we get to a Super it's, Bowl. It's, it's the, the Rams. Move. Exactly. Yeah, it's the Rams. It's giving up other picks to get what they need to do. And if you get um, a Super Bowl out of it, it justifies everything. Yeah. Right. But the problem with what the Broncos are doing is they also got rid of Bradley Chubb. Yeah, that, yeah, in a, in a separate you know, move. I mean, yeah, that was a big one. Yeah, I mean, like he said, he's getting... But their defense still stayed they're, Okay, so they traded good. three first-round picks, three second-round picks... <laughs> For a QB and a head coach, mm. I think that's where the problem lies. It's, is that it's, one of them is for a head coach? And I understand, like, if you need a head coach, and Sean Payton, like, I understand, like, he's probably going to go in there and he's going to make the Broncos better. There's no I, way that the offense is going to be. Super I I would say Sean Payton is worth a first rounder and a second rounder. No, I, I don't think he's I, worth I, a first round so. pick. That's my problem. I just don't think he's worth a first. Now, if I you want to get rid of some seconds and thirds, I would understand. I think the but experience. The, 
and the the coaching abilities that he's been able to bring to the Broncos, just specifically to their offense, yeah. is worth whoever they would have drafted. <laughs> Dude, maybe he'll round. bring the bounty program back. Who knows? Dude, yeah, I, I seconds, think he's a piece also of shit. Really rough. Yeah, I still think uh, Sean Payton is a piece of shit for that. So like, I I don't care. I still hope the Broncos are fucking absolute dog shit, yeah. and I hope that they. Really got finesse, Cuban Benny. Sorry about that, but yeah, well, um, but it just it is what it is, and I think they got a QB. And I think Russ is still going to be the problem. I think it's going to come down to Russ. If if it is, if there is a problem, it'll be Russ. Yeah. But if they can ignite the running game, and I think Russ it opens up feet, Russ's yeah, yeah game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you can get the running game going back to where it should be, they have a good enough of offensive line. They have good enough running backs. It should be fine. Um, keep in mind, Broncos are in a division with Mahomes, Herbert, and whoever Raiders get. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. still going to stay the most dominant division, it, it in my should opinion. Be. It should. It be. was supposed to be this year, exactly. and it very much wasn't. It was just the Chiefs and the Chargers. Really. Yeah. So you're saying keep them in mind. I still think, like, there's. I mean, if the Raiders get, depending on who they get as quarterback, dude, this division could be the division that we see where all four teams make the playoffs. Yes, and also, you know, keep in mind Broncos are in that division, right? And they still beat the Chargers once with the Chargers starting everybody. You know, they still beat us, the and the Broncos season. being shit. Yeah. They were competitive with the Chiefs, I think, both times they played. Yep. At least one, at least the second time they played. Um, I'm, I think they split with the Raiders. And that was, and it was, okay, they're in this division. Yeah, and their defense still was only giving up like 18 points a game until the last like two weeks of the season, three weeks of the season. Yeah, dude, if you're holding the, if you're holding those three teams to 18 points. And every other team. Like, they're holding, yeah. no offense was going off against them. It was literally just their offense couldn't score <laughs> points. If they had scored, 18 points a game, 19 points a game. They would have won like 11 games last season. Yeah, it's, and it's, that's it's, that's like a decent offense. It's a damn shame for that defense. Yeah, because you guys are putting up numbers that fucking is phenomenal, yeah. and your offense can't score. And then the one week where I think I think the defense legitimately went into that Rams game, and they were like, "Let's show everybody how bad it could be if we weren't as good as we have been." Yeah, it, the games wouldn't be, and they lost by fucking 50 to the Rams, yeah. and it's like, oh. Yeah, no, we, we should pay more attention and get the offense into a better place. And I think that's what they did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just it's just one of those things. No, that... I, and I get what you're saying. Like, trading for a coach never makes any – like, logically, you can't process it. Because there's so like, many – What do you mean you traded for a coach? There's so many good coaches out there. Now, if it was like Bill Belichick, I'd be like, okay, yeah, first-rounder, two first-rounders. Yeah. This guy's a fucking legend. Andy Reid. But – to have it go to Sean Payton, who's only won one Super Bowl, he's still a good coach, even though I think he's a piece of shit. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Um, Texans hire 49ers defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans as head coach, also former player for the Texans. J.J. Yep. Watt spoke out and was like, I'm fucking ready for this. I just hope um, it's not one of those situations that the Texans have gotten themselves into where they hire back-to-back African-American head coaches and, and then, then fire, fire them, them after, after one year. So they didn't win eight games. Right. And, like, then, and then they go white for the next 20 years. And they're like, <laughs> like hey, well, this well, we guy do what shots. he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I hope so, too. I think this is a really good hire. Um, especially when your offense is n- neither side of the ball is where you would like it to be if you're the Texans, you know, but you go and get probably the hottest commodity, I would say, for head coaching positions this offseason. I think everyone knew D'Amico Ryans is going to be a head coach somewhere. Uh, yeah, Stavrateers, they signed him a six-year deal. That doesn't mean shit. They do that all the time and then fire a guy after one year. And yeah, yeah. you get paid, but it would still be, you know, the point of like, hey, they hired a black guy to say they hired a black guy for one year and then move on after it and have someone to be a scapegoat for the team doing bad. Right. Um, 
I think this is a good hire for them. I think it puts them in a good position. Uh, they have a couple young guys on defense, that, especially like Derek <laughs> Stingley, that I <laughs> that I think would be good. Um, Torched. Burger Cheese, I appreciate you. Um, I, I like the hire a lot. I really like the hire a lot. It, again, hometown ties. He I just don't think years. it really matters too much. Texans are still going to be shit. Depends and, on they can get a and, it, and it depends if they are going to blame uh, Ryan's or not for it. So it's it's, it's going to be whatever they can get. Yeah, you are right about the draft. It's going to depend on who they can. Yeah, get. who they can get if you know whoever whoever trades up to one. But even if then, they do. like like who do they have at wide receiver? Who do they have at running back? So they have John Mechie, who missed all season with like hot non Hodgkin's lymphoma. So that you know, as long as he like can beat cancer, I think I'd like him as a receiver on my team. Um, hmm. But what if he doesn't? <laughs> Well, I think I think he's going to. I think we would have heard if he <laughs> you're banking on a cancer patient. Yeah, um, you know, obviously, I hope he beats it and is uh, successful. Yeah, I think he, he's so far from what I've heard, he's been doing fine. And they have Brandon Cooks. Um, they have Nico Collins, who's low key good. They have Nico Collins. Well, who Brandon Cooks Michigan. already said that he wants out. Yeah, and, and Nico and, and Brandon Cooks <laughs> can fucked. leave. But you have Nico Collins, who's a young receiver. John Mechie, who's a young receiver. You probably draft another guy. Like you're building a young, good wide receiver core. They have some good young tight ends, right? Like they just drafted Damian Pierce. He's been playing great at running back. Like they're young, is the thing. Yeah, you know. And you, no, and that's if, fair. Damian Pierce if, was actually doing pretty good. And even if you get a quarterback this year, and then maybe next year you go get a wide receiver because you suck again. Well, now you have a young, a young wide receiver core with maybe a, a superstar number one. John Mechie, who could be a solid two or slot guy, and Nico Collins, who could be a solid two or slot guy, and like. You're still working with something. Yeah. You know? No, I agree. Um, Damar Hamlin urges everyone to learn CPR. Um, Obviously, for reasons, um, he understands that, you know, the medical staff saved his life. um, And it it is very crucial. And I do actually agree with that. I think everybody should learn CPR and be certified. Yeah. Um, I'm not. Um, Tim, I would imagine you are. Yes. Yeah, I would imagine you have to be. No, no, yeah, no, no choice. Yeah, I also um, know how to put a tourniquet on you. Um, Dude, that's that's honestly like one of my biggest fears. I don't know, never happen, most likely. But like I've heard that tourniquets hurt worse than anything ever. No, but it'll save a limb. No, so here's the thing, because like when I went through Whoa. my deployment like training when we went to like New Jersey, like there were we had a couple spots where like was that the one where like you guys yeah. had to go through like tests that you weren't allowed to talk about? No. No, no. That was that's the one if we like, got captured. Yeah, that's the one Yeah, so that one, one yeah, we're not days. allowed to technically talk about. But uh, the other one, like, it was essentially just playing, like, war games, right? So there was a couple of things where, like, you had to put tourniquets on, and they can hurt. Don't Burger, get me wrong. I do. Like, I mean, it's cutting circulation off. Yeah. It's but, like, you can... It's save a limb. It's, but, yeah, but it's, it's not, like, excruciating pain. Okay. Yeah, so it's not as bad as that. But, I mean, tourniquets, <clears> yeah, there are they are no joke. If you needed to right now, could you give <clears> Logan a tracheotomy? No, Jesse could. Tricky. Jesse could? Yeah. That's legit, dude, with like a big pen. <laughs> yeah. She could. God, no. She could. She could. You know, Jesse's. I know how to do CPR and get a tourniquet on you. Okay, well, that would make sense, though, because she's, she's more on the medical yeah. side. Yeah. I know how to save your life until someone like her comes along. 
That's Unless fair. Unless you enough. need to trick you on me, then I'm leaving you there going like, hey, dude. I'll take uh, your dog tags. Take You're your dog it. tags. Taking, taking like your belongings and be like, hey, I'll bring these to Brittany. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> R.I.P. Logan. Jumping over to NHL. Um, mouth to mouth. Yes. Are you, are you a veterinarian? Yeah, he is. He, is he established that. Wow. I don't burger. think he actually is, but it's something along those lines. Dude, so you established <laughs> last week, right, Burger Cheese? Your fucking like uncle that. is Frank Mir, and you're a veterinarian. Like we, we, I need Vet to meet you. Something like that? I don't remember. We're, we're right. bad hosts. Sorry. Dude, no, we have thousands of followers, so <laughs> it's, yeah, it's hard for it's us hard. to keep up. Um, jump over to NHL, Hockey Hall of Famer Bobby the whoa, Golden hey, whoa, Jet. Whoa, 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 whoa. Dude, Chargers hired Kellen Moore as OC. Okay. Oh, Chargers did already? Yeah. Fair enough. That's huge. That was a couple days ago. I think that'll okay. be a how huge do you, How do you feel about you guys? it? I feel great because we don't have fucking Lombardi there anymore, which is fantastic. Um, we have a an offensive coordinator that I think was a brilliant offensive mind when he was playing in college and just kind of picked up on the offense and everything. And like since he took over as the Cowboys' actual offensive coordinator, I mean, he was calling plays when he was their third-string quarterback, you know, like – they were like, dude, you know more about the offense than the actual offensive coordinator. You do shit. Um, and since he took over, like their offense has been like really productive. I think what I'm really excited for is getting the running game back going because that's something that he used to his advantage in Dallas with Zeke and Tony Pollard. Um, yeah. And I would love for us to not throw the ball 50 times again. Like Justin Herbert, right? It's like, oh, most uh, completions – most yards, second most touchdowns in a quarterback's first three years. He also has the most attempts because our fucking offensive coordinator would only call pass plays. Even when we're winning a game by 20 points in the third quarter, he's like, no, 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 we're only passing the ball first, second, and third down. Maybe we'll run it once, gain two yards, and then not run it for the next six plays. And it's like, I hate you so much. So I am extremely excited to have a, an offensive coordinator who will maybe put more of an emphasis on the run game when we have a running back like Austin Eckler. Yeah. Um, and a pretty solid offensive line, I think, especially with our draft picks from last season. Yeah. Um, that's going to be fantastic. And then you can build <clears throat> off that. And I think he did that with Dak. I mean, look at what Cooper Rush did, right? Like Cooper Rush was able to have like a very safe system that let him put up good numbers. Um, and then when Dak came in, it's like, okay, we have to adjust a little bit and like let him throw the ball more. Doesn't work because Dak's not great. Um, yeah. But like, but still, going from Dak to Herbert, I think it's going to be an improvement. It's going to be a huge improvement going from just CD Lamb to Keenan Allen and Mike Williams is going to be a huge improvement. Yeah. And, uh, and Eckler. Yeah. And Eckler I mean, as well. Great as a pass catching back. Yeah. I think it's going to be fantastic. Decent tight ends. We might go tight end in the draft. Who knows? Um, yeah. I, I just. Would also maybe like to see the defense do better, but I mean Staley, so like he's not going to fire his defense coordinator because he just it, he's the one that calls it. But if the defense sucks again, then I think we should just fire everybody and keep Kellen Moore as offensive coordinator. <laughs> Try to at least, yeah, yeah. make him head coach. I don't know about that. <laughs> that's a bit much. <laughs> that that's that's the only other thing I had for NFL. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, so NHL Hockey Hall of Famer. Bobby the Golden Jet Hull, a 12-time All-Star and two-time Hart Trophy winner, has died. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks announced on Monday he was 84, um, and he was also the all-time scorer for the Chicago Blackhawks. So, R.I.P. Bobby Hull, absolute legend in the sport. Anything else for NHL? Yeah, nothing. No. Okay, we're going to do a deep dive, so I didn't mention anything else. Um, Jumper to MLB. 
Shohei Otani signs long-term deal with New Balance. Um, couldn't find details on it, um, but he just said he's very happy to join the New Balance, uh, New Balance family. Um, and there were some other stars that I didn't know that were uh, sponsored with um, NIL. Um, don't remember any of them. Don't remember any of them right now. Wait, off the top of my head. New Balance. New Balance. Oh, okay. I was yeah. like, NIL is for, for yeah. 18 uh, before pro. Jack, Jack Harlow. And Kawhi. Yes, and Kawhi Leonard. And there were some other athletes they have and some other, uh, yeah, some other performers as well. But New Balance is delicious. Uh, yeah. Uh, guy at my work <laughs> tried to fucking roast uh, Otani for it. And I was like, you can go fuck yourself, dude. If they paid him more than New Balance else. is the shoe of dads. Well, yes. And also... It's a hockey player. Uh, sorry, a baseball player. Like, no one gives a shit what cleats they're wearing. I can like they might care about like. The, I didn't even know New Balance had like cleats until yeah, today. Like, like gloves, maybe you care. You know, like I, I know like people care about like the Jordan. I, yeah, cleats, I, I would definitely you know, care about things glove. like that. But like you, you know, like that's really about it. Like after that, it's like okay. Like I don't care what. Like as long as you look cool, I don't look at the brand on your gear, you know. Yeah. So like New Balance or not, like if he got paid fat to be with New Balance instead of Nike or maybe Jordan or something, like yeah, it, I don't yeah give a shit. exactly. It's not like NBA sneakers. It's yeah, NBA it's sneakers different. and then yeah. all the you know shooting sleeves and headbands and what shoes you're wearing off the court, like that. That's what matters. Like baseball, it's like dude. Yeah, great. NBA is definitely the biggest for fashion. Yeah. Um, when it comes down to that, and then even and like and then football is after because it's like gloves, cleats, yes, and that's really about it. Yep, yeah, I think hockey has fucking like Reebok jerseys and then like CCM like helmets. That's like the biggest ones. Yeah, but there's not really as much competition with that one. Um, Tampa Bay Rays infielder Yandy Diaz agrees to a 24 million three year contract on Tuesday that avoided a salary. Arbitration hearing. Um, it was something about the technical shit. They were gonna try and like hold him out and stuff like that, but he was able to sign on Tuesday. Yeah, today. I don't understand baseball. They have arbitration every year. I'm sure someone that watched more baseball can. I don't. I don't get it. It's legal proceedings for contracts, and yeah. it makes you're taking the fun out of sports. It's over my sign head. a contract or don't. Why do we have to go to court about it? Yep, it's every over my year. Head. Every year, it's like this guy contract expired. Going to arbitration. Why are we going to court? He didn't sign. What are yeah. we doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also former All-Star Dexter Fowler uh, retires after 14 years in MLB. Um, he had a career like record season, I think, in 2016. Um, I, th- I don't remember what team he was with, but then the Cardinals signed him on a five-year – I think it was the Cubs. And then they signed him to a f- – that was 2016? Oh, my God. It's been it's- – Holy shit, it's been that long, though? But <clears throat> oh, my God, that was forever ago. Um, but, yeah, then the Cardinals signed him on, like, a five-year deal. Um, for That was, like, his big contract extension. Um, Dex Fowler, uh, when I played fantasy baseball, he was always uh, over-liable. Uh, he just put up consistent numbers and points. So that's pretty much how my connection is with Dexter Fowler. Um, jumping over to MMA. Um, we got uh, Figueroa is having surgery um, to repair some of the damage that UFC 283 against Brandon Moreno caused. Um, and so he's kind of trying to set up his recovery timeline for the bantamweight jump. Um, for I don't know if it was talked about last week, but Figueroa obviously lost 
via TKO to Brandon Moreno, Dr. Yep. Stoppage. Um, and then he decided, hey, you know what? I'm jumping up a weight class. Um, for me, the best thing to happen to the flyweight division because it's literally been Figueroa and Moreno for the last four, like four fucking years, and it's been super annoying. Sorry, last four of the fights for the last like two and a half years. So it's been super annoying. Um, so now for him to jump up to the bantamweight, I think it's going to be great because um, right now we got Aljo um, as the title holder, and I think it just adds a lot more flair. By the way, Aljo and uh, Henry Cejudo has been confirmed. That will be the next title defense. I no, think Cejudo's coming back. Yeah, and I think it's kind of like the whole John Jones thing where he's been technically retired for the last, like, three years, four years. But when he retired, he was... He was two-time or, like, a two-belt holding at the time, um, an absolute phenom, I guess, technically. I don't really like um, Cejudo too much. I think he's kind of a piece of shit, douchebag. I'll agree with that. Um, but he is very good. So for them to just immediately give it back to him, it's kind of like the same thing with John Jones. So maybe I'm biased because I have to take a step back and look at it that way where I'm like, Cejudo doesn't deserve it. But I'm like, but oh, but John you, Jones you does. John Jones does yeah. So I'm like, ah, fuck, I guess he does too. But, again, I still think John Jones should have had to have fought somebody in heavyweight before yes. he got the title fight. My, my thing why I'm okay with it with Bantam is because uh, I don't think Sean O'Malley deserves being won anyways. Not even so, fucking close, So dude. it's not going to go to Yawn, right, because Aljo's beaten Yawn twice. Yep. And so then it's like, technically, yeah, technically you yeah, know, he, technically. he defended it. I'll give him 100% props for defending it. Whether, and whether, and he, he did it. Easily. Yeah, whatever you want to say about the first fight, but, you know, that with the second fight. So then it's like, would I rather see Cejudo, who hasn't fought in a while, get it, or an undeserving Sean O'Malley? Fucking give it to Cejudo first. And, yeah, and I hope Aljo murders him. Murders him. Yeah. Um, and then Cejudo gets put in his place. And then if I that happens, know, Cejudo is back in the game. He's, I also, yes. Get him back in the game. Get if him Cejudo the wins, I think he retires again. Yeah, he'd just be like, cool, came back, did it, fuck you guys. Yeah, but if you lose, then it's like that I guess be, I got to work a little bit. That more. would be the biggest fucking dick swing in the history of the UFC. Yeah, I just hope that Aljo gets to fight Sean O'Malley, and I, as much as I love Sean O'Malley, I hope he absolutely obliterates Sean O'Malley, and then it's like, hey Dana, here's your fucking prize boy. Like, yeah, fucking stop with the bullshit of getting whoever you want title fights. Dude, or, or O'Malley catches him. I don't know. Yeah, he might, and then I would be pissed because I'd be like, I love Sean O'Malley, but like, he didn't deserve to be here in the fucking first See, place. See, and, and that's the thing, too, right, is we're like in the Super Bowl, right? Any given Sunday, I understand that. But if the Chiefs are playing the Texans in the Super Bowl, the Chiefs are going to fucking mutilate the Texans. Yes. Like, it's just going to happen You're time after time. You're not going to get caught by the Texans. Yeah. Like, it's a exactly. different, completely different sport. And that's why I think UFC, you have to earn your ranks. Yeah. Because you could do that. You can win any time, but you still have to earn your way there, right? You could stumble your way into a title belt. Yes. You literally could. Yes. And it's happened multiple times where, like, guys win a title and they have no title defenses because they immediately lose and then drop out of the top 15. Yeah. It's like, oh, they shouldn't have been there. They just happen to win three fights in a row. O'Malley shouldn't have jumped from, like, 13 to 1. Like, it just. He shouldn't have had Yawn anyways. And then not have. get some, you know, very lenient judging to get yeah. him the win. And then it's like, okay, now he's number one, obviously. And it's like, well, maybe give him Cheeto again. I'd like to see him fight Cheeto, and who he lost to. Yeah. And, but instead, you give him Yawn. And, like, I don't know. Yeah. We can talk about it for hours. Um, and then Burger, this one involves you. Uh, we talked about it earlier. Frank Mir's daughter, Isabella Mir, um, gets the first UFC NIL deal um, in the history of the UFC. Um, I mean, dude, yeah. Fuck yeah. Kudos to her. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that that is the first NI deal ever for the UFC. Um, right, because they just signed Raul Rosas to a contract. Exactly. And that's yeah, kind of where it the comes UFC's down. The UFC is just starting to get like really young. Yeah. 
And they're realizing, like, oh, shit, like, a lot of people want to tune in when these, like, 18-year-old, 19-year-old fighters start fighting. It's exciting. Anytime Dude. a sport gets younger, it's exciting. Yeah, when Figueredo uh, said, hey, I'm jumping up to bantamweight, uh, Rosas, I think, was one of the first ones that said, hey, um, I would love to be the one to welcome to the bantamweight division. Now, I read the comments. Everyone's like, way too early. You can't get that kind of fight. He, he, yeah, it's different levels. But you put yourself out there. You're showing that, yes. you, that you'll fight anybody. Yep. And, and all that's going to do is help. If any UFC fighter is smart, they're going to do call-outs for the top people because, one, it just gets their name out there, and, two, it creates excitement. Because Raul, if he fights him, worst-case scenario, he loses to Figueredo, and everybody goes, yeah, that's what we thought. But if he puts up a decent fight, and they go, shit, dude, this guy actually has a lot of potential, give him two years. If he beats Figueredo, yeah, give him two years and it'll be fucking 19. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I know. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Isabella, booming to you. Um, Burger, we still want to uh, have you get that set up. June, just uh, 20 minutes. That's all we need of her time. Um, also, KSI, um, YouTube star. Yep. Um, and Tyron Woodley were supposed to fight, but Woodley said, I have never been this disrespected in my life, quote unquote. Um, when he saw the terms of the contract that KSI's, uh, team has proposed, didn't give details, but I guess the dollar amount was extremely low. Let me be honest. How much do you demand after you got knocked out by Jake Paul? Uh, and like, yeah, like brutally knocked like, out. Like you don't demand that much money. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. You he's fell, your fall from grace from being a UFC, like real contender to fighting a YouTuber who's and getting knocked the fuck getting out. into the boxing world, who's had like two professional box amateur boxing fights, and then that's yeah. that guy knocks you out. Whether you took a dive oh. or not, or whatever happened, you demand no money because yeah. you, I like literally anybody could beat you at this point. Yeah, and he was talking about too. You know, he's like, "Hey, I'm 40. You know, I've I've earned my rights and I've proven myself." Because he, he has, but. For him to not be able to say, like, hey, I, I, I went out of the UFC on, like, a four-fight losing streak because I got knocked out every single time, and then I fought Jake Paul, lost via decision, and then I did a rematch with him, and I got brutally knocked out. Like, he has a chin of glass. And I'm not even kidding when I say this. I'm not exaggerating when I say this. Any three of us would have a chance against Tyron Woodley. Now, puncher's chance. 99% of the times, we're going to lose. 99 out of 100, we're losing that fight. But we throw one haymaker that connects, we're knocking him out. Like, that's, yeah, that's what old. I'm saying, is that he's so broken down, and he's, well, he's like eight years past his prime. Yes, exactly. That, that's, that's 100%. I completely agree. Um, it's not Jake. Like, KSI, nobody knows who the fuck KSI is. Me and Logan, Tim does not know who the fuck he is. And I don't even Everybody know him. Like, I know him because I used yeah. to watch like YouTube videos. So KSI was talking a lot of shit with Logan Paul. And yeah. They were, and they were doing a boxing thing. Well, and they thing. boxed first. That was like and what started Logan won, yeah. That's what started all of this. Yes. Was KSI and Logan Paul started boxing. Got into it. KSI was like really getting into it. Logan Paul was like, you're getting into it? Dude, I could beat your ass. Got into it. They fought. I don't remember how the fight went. I I thought KSI won. I think they fought twice. One was a draw. KSI won by decision the second time, I think. I think Logan won. Logan, like, knocked him down or knocked him out or something. I don't and, remember. And he was talking shit, made excuses. And yeah, I don't remember. But, then, like, like, Logan Paul, since then, hasn't, like, you know, he fought done anything. Uh, Mayweather. Was right. so, yeah, yeah he, he fought Mayweather, and that was it. Yeah, and, and, then, and then, again, it's, like, huge fucking money. Yeah, okay. K, yeah, Slappy says KSI won the second and tied the first. I think it was, like, by decision... Because I remember it being like, 
because again, like I was rooting for KSI more than I was for Logan because I was like, dude, Logan Paul, piece of shit. Uh, KSI, less of a piece of shit, and he's funnier. So I'm gonna go with that guy instead. Um, either way, like they weren't like amazing boxing matches. Yeah, you know? yeah, I was yeah. Like, whatever. No, yeah, yeah. Completely yeah, right. I just looked it up. Since and then Jake Paul got into it, and then Jake Paul was like, I'm actually gonna run this shit. Like I'm actually and- gonna take over celebrity boxing, turn it into a mix between the two. And then start trying to get fighters to actually get the rights they deserve, despite just being labeled Dude, as I, independent contractors. I did a year of community college, right? I took a psychology class, and they talked about the word hate and where hatred comes from. And hatred comes from jealousy or fear of another of a, of, of something, right? That's when you hate something. It usually comes between those two feelings. Oh, I'm absolutely jealous of how much money Logan Paul makes. Yes, and that's why 100%. we hate them, right? That's why the whole world hates Jake Paul. is because they're like, oh, fuck that guy. He's a fucking pussy. First off, Jake Paul would knock out, and I will say this comfortably, 90% of, the, of America. Like, if it was a one-on-one Probably boxing fight. of the world. I will take it as far as the world, yes. Right? So, he has boxing training. Most people don't. Yeah, and, and he's actually kind of legit, but he came out in the way that he came out. Everybody's like, oh, I fucking hate him. It was the same thing with like Justin Bieber, right? Justin Bieber came out when we were in high school, and everybody's like, oh, Dude. fuck, I hate Justin Bieber. And it's like, yeah, because we're jealous of his fucking life. Dude, he was dating Selena Gomez, and I was like, who I was? want that life. Justin, Justin Bieber. Bieber. Oh yeah, no, okay, yeah. I wrote a yeah, limerick dude. in middle school. Little Fox, dude. But now, but nowadays, dude, Selena's even harder than she was back then. Yeah. I, I wrote zero argument again. I wrote a limerick in middle school. We like learned about limericks. Which one? Was, like, what is a limerick again? I, I know it's a poem, but there's it's a, a certain it's, it's, form. It's a, a syllable structure to it. I don't remember, but I remember I wrote it about Justin Bieber being gay. And I won like best limerick in the class. <laughs> Hell yeah. Because I never said like he, outright he's gay. That's was, a good school. I just said like he flirts with men. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like that. But yeah, so Tyron Woodley, he's upset, but no one cares. Yeah, no one cares. Um, Islam speaks out about his upcoming fight with Volk on February 11th and how he feels like this fight has not been prom- uh, promoted well enough. I feel like that is... It's fair. Partially due to the fact, though, that they're both humble people. Mm-hmm. Islam, very humble. There's not shit being talked back and forth. Exactly. Right? Like, this isn't uh, fucking uh, Kamzat, right, who's very cocky. This is Islam, who's very humble. And Volk is an extremely respectful and humble person as well. Yes, absolutely. So I think that's the biggest thing. Feuds is what sells. Yes. And there's no feud here. And the rest of the card kind of sucks. Yeah, so I was I was pulling it up just to be able to talk about it. You're kicking it off with Jimmy Crute versus Alonzo Menafield, and then you got Justin Taffa versus Parker Porter. You got Jack Madalena versus Randy Brown, and you got Yair Rodriguez versus Josh Emmett. I mean, like these these are all should be good fights, um, but for a fight as big as Islam and Volk, like I would have thought that this would be one of those triple title fight like type of fight cards because yeah, it's gonna be great. But I think you're you're I think people know that Islam. I love Volk, dude. He's yeah. currently probably my favorite fighter. I just I think he still loses to Islam, dude. I think probably he's, I think he's a different fucking scary animal. Scary as shit. Islam is I mean it, it's it's freaking Khabib 2.0. Exactly, yeah. dude. And it's and it's, it's super it's, scary, it's but but I really want Volk to win. Like it's I, one absolutely. of those things where I hope Volk wins so bad, double dude. Champ. Volk the, is the number 1 pound for pound fighter right now, and he's the underdog by plus 300. Yeah, and Islam's two. And, ah, god damn. Well, anyway. Leon Edwards is three, and that's 
Yeah, let's let's dial it back. Yeah, come on, dude. Kamara was you got your ass kicked for four and a half rounds, and then landed one great head kick. Don't get me wrong, beautiful, one of the best I've ever seen. Like there's no argument. Yeah, one of the best I've ever seen. But like again, it's UFC. Everyone has a puncher's chance. Yeah, knock someone out. He's nowhere near number three. But is what it is. So I mean, yeah, this is definitely a card that I'm tuning in for. Um, It's in Australia, but it still kicks off regular times for us. Yeah, it's in Perth, Australia. So I mean, it has Volk's name on it. It, kick, it, it um, starts at seven. But early prelims, uh, early prelims at three, prelims at five, and the main card at seven. So it's still the same for us. So I don't know what time that is for them in Australia, but they're fucking fighting. Um, I think it's like in the morning for them. And the right now, day. it's seven thirty. It's two thirty in the afternoon in Australia. Oh, so, so they're starting to fight at two. They're starting at two in the afternoon. That's, that's not fair. bad for them. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's not, not bad at all. Time. Yeah, yeah, that's good. More fights in Australia, please. Yeah, I mean, it's Australia is a rowdy bunch. Yeah, it's easier on them. It's great for dude, us. Give me Ty and, and Volk headlining and, a card. And I know we've talked about this, dude. West Coast time is is uh, top tier time. time. Yeah, yeah. I, I I would never live on the West Coast just because of the time. East Coast. East. Coast. East. Yeah. Say West Coast. Dude, people watch the morning games at one at, one, at one o'clock, dude. We get to start drinking at nine. That's we get to start, we get to start drinking at six on certain days. Because of London, dude. Because of London games? Dude, we're, 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 yeah, dude. we're up. We're that cracking is, the first beer. It's, it's disgusting how America is, but it works, dude, on the West Coast. Um, East Coast, they're watching this fight at 10 p.m. That's disgusting. Well, and that's that's my thing even with, like, Sunday night games. It's like, Sunday night game, Eagles, Cowboys, game kicks off. Well, even normal cards. Eight when it's in Vegas night. and it's, it's like, the oh. main card starts at 9, it's midnight on the East Coast. Yeah, dude. Main card never starts at 9. No, main fight. Oh, okay. Main fight Sorry. starts oh, around 9, yeah, 9, 9.30. No, that's fair. Absolutely. That's um, absolutely a good point. Because, yeah, it's midnight over there. I get it. It's on a Saturday, so it's easier to do if you don't have anything yeah. to do on Sunday. But, but, but still. still. No, but, yeah, Sunday night games, though, dude. You're up till fucking 11 at night. You got work the next day. Yeah. That's fucked up. Um, also, Conor Monday McGregor gets hit by a car. <laughs> yeah, on um, a bike. Well, yeah, while riding a bicycle. He said, I could have died. Um, him videotaping everything with his accent was just a very funny thing to watch. The guy's like, dude, I'm so sorry. He's like, no, nah, you're good, dude. You're good. Um, the guy gives him a ride back to wherever he was going. Um, so everything was very cordial. McGregor, with how he's been in the past, I thought he was going to fucking scissor kick the guy. And he's like, hey, no, dude, I'm fine. Like, you're good. Like, calm down, calm down. Like, like you're good. Like, I'm good. You're good. We're all good. So McGregor, I mean, wow. That's not what I would have expected. Uh, so a couple hot takes in the chat. Sloppy. Uh, this could be a hot take, but I just want Khabib and his minions to lose. It's fair. I feel like they I, just I don't dominate. Think it's a hot take. Yeah, they just dominate the sport, and that's a lot to kind of have to deal with. Popcorn or yeah, I'm yeah, sure she's cooking sure something. Popcorn. No, it's um, chicken sandwiches. Dude, tell her bring some up here. Um, I think it's fair. We, the on. domination yeah. of yeah, one group of people in in a sport is never fun to see. Uh, and then Raffle, I'll take. I don't want to wake up at nine a.m. You're such a Guess pussy. What? We, what time are you waking up on? <laughs> Wait, a hold on. We we owe Raffle a bottle of hot sauce. We do. Oh, I forgot. Is it we send it to him or we uh, just have it for the podcast? Wait. I think we send it to they him. They made they made the, they made the super. No, Bowl. yeah, no, yeah, but that was, no, no, no. If they if win, they win, it's there's something else. Oh, we have thing. to. No, 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 no. I was trying to figure. Out, I couldn't remember if it was a hot sauce challenge. We just have to buy a bottle of that yeah. hot sauce. Raffle, remind us again. I don't have to for send it you to you, right? We, we just have to. No, no, no. We, we, we buy, buy it. it for us, and we're just gonna keep it up, dude. I think we should just put it on a fucking mantle, and yeah. we'll keep that as like just a little. Jalen Hurts bottle of Louisiana. It was a Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't don't want to wake up at nine a.m., dude. 
I Sunday, wake dude, up I wake 11? up if oh. I wake up at ten or eleven, I feel like my entire day is gone. If I wake up yes. at nine, my entire day is gone. Like I, I woke up, up the like, other day at eight, like like on, two days ago, I woke up like at eight and I was like, Jesus Christ, I've done nothing with okay. my day. We'll, we'll we'll put it up on a mantle here. Yeah, no, I agree with you. We uh like I, I'll get up at like seven on a Sunday. Yep. And then I have a few hours to get ready. Well, because normally we all get together, you know? Yep. So it's like we'll get up at like a, at seven o'clock. Get whatever last minute prep we need. Go get a cases of beer or finish prepping whatever food we're bringing yeah. or whatever, and then head on over. And then we're all together like nine thirty, ten o'clock, ready for the kickoff. And we've we're already having, had fucking two and a half mimosas. Realistically, I'd like to down be up some at crown vanilla. Seen. Yeah, that's fair. Like I, yeah, just, my my sweet spot, I would say is about seven seven thirty. I know, but no, that's that's usually mine. But like, I want to be up at six. It's just like oh, w- like I if agree. I set an alarm I for six, I, mean, I, 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 I look at I'm like I'm like. Fuck off. Too early. <laughs> All right. Hey, well, uh, especially when it's dark out still. Uh, yeah. Last thing on my sports news, um, in case if you guys have other stuff, make sure you guys add it. But Kay. my last thing is going to be cheese rolling. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Cooper's Hill, the annual cheese rolling competition contest, whatever you want to call it, is booked May 29th this year. Uh, fun fact, they came out and uh, had a report saying that 33 percent of the contestants get injured yeah by participating they said that's 333 per thousand um because i think there's about a thousand contestants yes i think there's a thousand contestants and they said 333 get injured every time that this happens um they go but they released a statement said but if you don't if you think about it this way it's not that bad it's only five out of every 15 And I went, no, that's still really bad. Dude, it's only <laughs> yeah. 300 out of every 900. What you, like, yes. You could just keep blowing the numbers yeah. up. That's it's right. only a million out of three if, million. Here's the thing. If you are thinking about numbers and instead of going down to the smallest numbers, you just keep blowing it up. And it's like, dude, it's if they're out of all 7 billion people, only less than 2 billion would even get hurt. Yeah, like, dude, what, like, what are we even talking about? And it's like, what you're just... You're blowing the numbers up for no oh, reason. I took the whole thing off. I was like, God damn it, go. Just the whole thing off. Yeah. All right. Okay. I know. Wraps it up. No. 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 God. Golf. Okay. Yeah. Golf. God. Yeah. Hell. I figured you would cover it, dude. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing that. Go pee. Okay, guys. Uh, Farmers Insurance uh, Open just ended, uh, and it was actually a really fun weekend of golf. This one starts a little bit weird. I think it's because of the AFC and NFC Championship. Oh, I'm sure. Um, so they were like, hey, let's not lose viewers to... Trying to compete with the NFL. Right. Yeah. Um, let's just start on Wednesday and end it on Saturday, um, which I absolutely loved because um, I was able to watch a little bit of it. Uh, Max Homa took home the... Trophy. Uh, he shot a six under on Sunday on his way to a two-stroke win. He finished 13 under overall, which was uh, great to see. That is his sixth professional win, so congrats to Max Homa. Shout He's to also a new... Huh? Hmm? <laughs> that's, that's a barstool thing, but... <laughs> I know, but it's still great. Okay, uh, yeah, Max Homa, an absolutely great guy. I love Max Homa. Um, he's hilarious. He is hilarious. Did you see his tweet to some person? I forget. It was some random dude on Twitter, like, tweeted at him. And I forget what he exactly said. Oh, he said, like, Max Homa looks like the guy that's leaving um, someone's house at, like, 6 a.m. And then he tweeted back and was like, yeah, I'm leaving your mom's house. Nice. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> Just absolutely torched him. Um, took home 
1.56 cool million dollars. Um, second place, Keegan Bradley, who also shot six under. Um, I forget who was in first. It was Sam Ryder was in first. He he shot plus three on Sunday. Uh, fell apart. Yeah, fell apart. Ricky Fowler, uh, he is going to be in my notes a little bit later, guys, in the boom and bust. But he also finished tied for 11th, oh, yeah. which I was happy to see. He went even, even on Monday or on Wednesday, Thursday, and then shot 67 on a Saturday, which is usually the day he falls apart. Usually Thursday, Friday, he gets himself in the comfortable, in the cut, and then Saturday he falls apart, and then Sunday he's just playing for you whatever know, place he kind of is sitting at yeah um but uh there is kind of a bust for ricky uh he would have finished in the top 10 uh but he doubled uh 16 ah. uh, but he birdied 18 to get himself back to five uh but yeah if he finished six he would have been 10th place all alone it would have been a top 10 uh which would have been nice to see but he is going to be in my later notes for something else well other than that guys um, next week is, or this, this week is the Pebble Beach, uh, AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Um, decent tournaments, like one of the, it's like the Farmer's Insurance Open, it's not a major, it's nothing like that, but, uh, AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am, there's some big names, you got Victor Hovland, you got Webb Simpson, you got Jordan Spieth, um, you got Matt Fitzpatrick, uh, US Open winner playing in the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am, um, so it should be a fun weekend, um. And if you're not interested in the Pro Bowl, then, you know, tune in for some golf. Uh, like I will be. I will be kind of trying to tune in both. I'll be yeah. a guard girl, but, you know. Uh, but, yeah, that should wrap it up for Sports Moves. You know you care about? Unless Logan's got something. I don't think so. All right. So, after Sports Moves, I keep saying Sports Moves. <laughs> sports Moves. Wait. Okay, hold on. Real fast. You guys know DC and RC? Have you listened to that podcast? No. Daniel Cormier and uh, Ryan Coogler. No, it's Ryan Clark, I think. Ryan Coogler, director of Black Panther. Okay, yeah, I think it's Ryan Clark. <laughs> um, but they they listed their top MMA fighters of 2023. Okay. So they're pound for pound. Volk is number one. Shevchenko is number two. Islam, three. Usman, four. I'm getting Nate. Okay, is Tony the Goat Fiend out there? I don't think he's playing in the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am, but he did have a great showing at the Farmers Insurance Open. Josh Allen and Gareth Bell. In the uh, I'm getting negative 12 degrees yeah. on Saturday. Nice, that's cold. Uh, who is three? Lazy Dumper, where do you live, Shevchenko dude? Was two, what right? state? What, is, yeah. what state do you live? Who's Jesus. Islam. Or do you and live then, in Canada? And then Usman four, which I agree with. I, I can't, it should I can't not be fucking okay, Liam. I'm sorry, I wasn't part. listening. Can you repeat it real quick? What no, are the, yeah, what are the yeah. four? Um, fuck, they went away. It was Volk one, Shevchenko two, two Islam, Islam three, Usman, Usman four. And I don't, I don't, I didn't see who it said five. So yeah, that's that's okay. my issue that I have with like the the UFC rankings. It's rough, they have, they have dumper, Izzy that is still rough. above like Perea. Izzy was five. Yeah, and, and like UFC still has Izzy above Perea, but then they have Edwards over Usman, and it's like, okay, well, if you're gonna say like this guy won against this fight head to head, so he should be ahead, then why isn't Pereira above? Yeah, Izzy. Again, it's There's UFC. Flaws, they just dude. bullshit whatever the yeah, fuck my, they want. Yeah, my, my plan is to join uh, the UFC in some type of way with commentating, Seven. and I'll fix it all, dude. I'll fix it all. Yeah, I love that. Love that plan, Kyle. Also, guys, if you guys are new to the channel, uh, drop a make follow. sure you drop a follow. Also, if you are following... Give 50 guys, subs, you know? Yeah, no, give, yeah, Just 50 bits. 50 bits. Bits, subs. It's 50 cents. Same amount of letters. Half of them are the same. Yeah, dude. Uh, following costs nothing to you guys, but means the world to us. We appreciate it. Kind of sound like a social media influencer there. Yes. Because we are. I was like, you know, we influence a we lot are. of decisions. And if you don't know how to send bits, uh, all you do is type cheer, Dude, and then the number of bits you want to send. 
Um, and then it'll prompt you to probably like buy the bits or whatever. But like 50 bits Cheer. is 50 cents. Yeah, guys. No space or anything. Cheer 50. Oh. Uh, Burger over here talking about how he can find 50K in his couch. Five bucks won't hurt you, bud. This is true. Neither will your cousin's number. That's just another thing. I'm going to keep yeah. saying that the entire podcast. All right. Yes. All okay. right. Ready to jump into some football, guys? Let's go into yes, the NFC Championship. Yeah, we got to start NFC first. Um, so I, I think how we're going to do this, um, I kind of like subtly pitched this before we like actually went live. Um, you hit me with what you want me to talk about, and I'll talk about it. Yeah, we're just going to kind of go through the game, right? Just like as the game unfolded. I don't want to go like what happened in the fourth quarter and then jump back to second quarter. So uh, first drive of the game gives us our first talking point with the Devontae Smith drop. That was not ruled a drop. That was a rule to catch. Definitely a drop. Obviously a drop. Can I say something? Because I, I didn't get time to check in with you guys last week. And I know one of the talking points was uh, the catch for the Bengals. Oh, the Jamar Chase? Yeah, not a catch. Yeah, not a catch. I just wanted to add that in. Hey. Yeah. Um, okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, shout out to the Eagle Stadium coordinators. Yeah, Raffle. Um, so, yeah, the yeah, if not putting that on Jumbotron. Thing is, I will give the Eagles props. For only allowing yep. time for like one replay to oh, actually be shown, Sh- Shanahan should have called a challenge or timeout call or a timeout, throw a challenge flag. Like when you see how fast Devonte Smith got up and was like, "We need to get on the ball and snap it." He wouldn't have done that if he knew he caught it. Right? No <clears> one ever. It's not like it's late game. It's not like they need to go fast. That is an obvious. I don't think he caught that. Let me throw a flag. I saw people trying to like, blame. but still, it was still an amazing. It was a good effort, but he dropped it. It was a. Know? No, I mean beautiful I, almost catch. It was yeah. one of the best almost catches I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. So that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I completely agree. And I saw I, completely I saw agree. people blaming like Talanoa Hufunga for not telling Shanahan to challenge it because he had a front row seat to him dropping it. And I'm like, maybe he wasn't looking directly at the ball. Maybe he was like seeing if he went out of bounds or something. Yeah. Like you know, maybe there was something else. Maybe he was just pissed because he's like, fuck, we just gave up a huge play. You know. Maybe he didn't just wasn't locked yeah, in. Yeah, maybe the he ball. didn't even like, see that's, it. Yeah. That's understandable. That's, that's, I, that's like, a it's a split second. It's a split session. I I think if you're Shanahan, you have to understand. Hey, they're going fast here for a reason. It was a fourth down. They wouldn't be hurrying like this if they knew he caught it. Minimum right? a timeout. If you're if you're afraid of wasting a challenge flag, yeah, call the timeout. And then if you see obviously he dropped it for two reasons. Throw the flag. One, whenever there's a hurry up and you're not ready for it, you. Can Call definitely a take a timeout. No yeah. one's going to judge you on it yeah. because you go, oh, I want to make sure I have the right defense for this. This had a massive gain. That I don't want them to score on us. Yeah. Call a timeout. And worst case scenario, it gives them enough time to look at it. Yeah. And if you call the timeout there and they obviously see that it's a drop, I think a timeout, even if you lose a timeout because you technically didn't throw the challenge flag first. Worth it. I would just throw the challenge flag because it's either you call a timeout and then yeah. you have to throw a challenge flag or you just throw the challenge flag and maybe you lose a timeout. Yeah. Throw the fucking challenge flag. And then it's like, hey, if they if he caught that and we lost timeout and they're going to go score a touchdown, cool. it was worth me taking the risk of him dropping it and us getting the ball at like the 30-yard line. Yeah. Instant. And, and, and just basic and momentum and this early in the game. But you you know let the play happen. I, I can't really fault the refs here. We're going to talk about refs later on. I can't really fault the refs for not having a good angle. You can't fault like the the replay booth. Like, hey, they went fast, and you review it under two minutes. You and don't, they ha- you don't review. They've it right installed away. a new system where it's like they review. They have people in like New York, wherever, but that are weren't. watching immediate replays, 
that can immediately call into the refs and be like, no, that's not a catch. Like, you need to overturn it right now because they, they see one angle. But they snapped but they it in, like, time. like, five, like, ten seconds, If maybe. you beat the refs to looking at multiple angles of Good the job. replay, that's on you, man. Hey, yep. the other team should have called a timeout. They should have thrown a challenge flag yep. if you went that fast. That's on them. You let them go 30 yards down the field, get lined up, and run a play before you threw a challenge flag. That's your own fault. Huge. I can't really blame the other team for that. I can't really blame refs. Um, so, obviously, that's an immediate, you know, impact to the game. Uh, Niners next drive is where Purdy, Purdy gets hurt. Like and third, sets, third play of the sets game. sets the tone for it. It was, uh, no, it was their sixth play of the drive. Sixth place? Yeah. And, uh, again, if we're going to blame anybody, it's going to be Kyle Shanahan. Uh, he tried to block us on Reddick with a backup tight end. And, Raffle, I know you understand how stupid that is. Uh, Hassan Reddick was tied for the lead in sacks this year. And instead of putting a regular offensive lineman on him, they said, we're going to put our backup tight end and have him block one, not even to chip and then leave the right tackle to it, just one-on-one, let Rock Purdy drop back on a five-step drop, and our backup tight end is going to block up Hassan Riddick. Right. And he didn't, obviously. And then Hassan Riddick smashed Brock Purdy's wrist and elbow. And then he was out for essentially the game. I know he came back because he had to, but he, which, he threw the ball four times the entire which game. Which was so dumb, yes. in my opinion. Yeah, and it was just, well, that he came back? Yeah. What other choice did they have? They literally could have put McCaffrey in there. He, do you see the one pass he threw? But before that, he was like four for four. Yeah, did you see the one pass he threw in that game, though? No. It was 30 yards away from the nearest receiver. Well, yeah, you don't want to throw a pick. It <laughs> <laughs> was great coverage, dude. He was getting rid of it. it was, and it was on a double reverse pitch back to him, and it was, like, obviously a pass. <laughs> like, um, but, yeah, yeah but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blame Kyle Shanahan for that. that was, you drew up a stupid fucking play, right, for, for pass blocking for that play. Um, to the Niners' defense credit, they forced three and out. So they, they showed up. And then you get Josh Johnson in the game. He takes a sack on his first fucking drop back. They end up also going three and out. But the defense for the for the Niners really fucking showed up. You know, they, they held him all the way. And then the, until the Niners scored a touchdown to tie the game back up on a, a solid drive. Six plays, 46 yards. Um, Josh Johnson really didn't do anything. He passed to McCaffrey. They ran it. He passed to McCaffrey. He ran it. Threw an incompletion, and then Christian McCaffrey ran for a 23 yard touchdown. So dude, it's just McCaffrey. McCaffrey's a fucking grown man, dude. He is. Um, and that ties the game up. Eagles go down, march down, have a good possession, which, like, is going to happen. I know the Niners' defense is amazing, and it has been all season. So, as the Eagles, right, it's that arc. Them, e- the Niners, Eagles, and Ravens, it's a clear cut top three defenses in the NFL, whatever ranking you want to do for it. That's the top three, and then it's everybody else. Um, they're still going to give up a good drive, especially against a good offense. Right? Yeah. So it's a 14 play, 75 yard drive in less than seven minutes. They go down and score real kicker is the next drive for the Niners fumbling at their own 36 yard line. Yeah. Uh, Josh Johnson gets absolutely obliterated <clears throat> by Hassan Riddick. Well, and he wasn't even looking when it was snapped. Like he was, he was ready for it, but his eyes weren't on the ball. And then he fumbled the snap, dropped it, went to go for it kind of smacked it around eagles got it and that was the play where i went Oof, this is over yeah so cube many to go to, to your question of how do the 49ers not have anyone else who can throw at that point at least put in a skill player at quarterback so we can hand off or run himself they went through their fourth here's, quarterback here's bro. the thing if i'm sitting there as the niners and i say we are on our third string they brought into the game two quarterbacks 
We're on our third string quarterback who was the last pick in the entire draft and has extremely overplayed his value. We have a backup quarterback who's been in the league for like 15 years. He's played for 13 different teams. He's on our fourth stint with us. If they both get hurt, we lost. Well, I'm not going to go with really our... hoping to see the fullback come in at QB. Did you juice see check? that? that, that Dude, juice check. Backup yeah. to the backup. Yeah. I was like, mm, I would love to see that. Some wildcat with the fullback. Yeah, dude, no, exactly. That'd be fun. Fuck around and find out. The Chiefs did that when Mahomes <laughs> But you got, got a guy like that goes, nah, ago. dude, my elbow still feels shot. And like, well, we need you. Well, we so need you to throw a five-yard yeah, pass. You, you saying his elbow feels shot, he tore his UCL. Like he, it's a, it's a, it's a six-month recovery. Okay. It's not that his elbow hurts. It's that he literally cannot throw a football more than like two yards. No, probably. that's what I'm saying. Like, his elbow is in excruciating pain. It's completely shot. That's what I meant. You, you, you saying, my elbow I s- hurts, I can't throw a ball five yards. I said his elbow different. was shot. <laughs> Yo, you said his elbow hurts. I said his elbow was shot. You literally just quoted me saying that his elbow was shot. I don't think so. Yeah, you just said, you said his elbow was shot. I, I did say that. I don't think so. <laughs> All right, chat. Let's, uh, let's get that one on the record. But, um, no, that's what I'm saying, though. He's saying, hey, no, my elbow is done. And they're like... Well, we need you to go throw a drop pass. And it's like, go fuck yourself, dude. Because I, I, I didn't see it, but I heard that, you know, he did like a little couple, but he did one bomb. And like the camera didn't stay on him to see what his face was when he fucking yucked it down. And I, I don't think it was a complete pass, but. What, well, Purdy? Yeah. He went four for four. Oh, okay. Well, then, then he made that completed pass. I don't think he threw the ball far down the field. Hold on, let me see. Brock Purdy went four for four for 23 yards. With the longest being what? I don't know. I can't the, see what his longest Well, the longest was. reception was a 22-yard to George Kittle, but I'm pretty sure Josh Johnson threw that. Yeah, so I don't know what the longest one was then. For Brock Purdy, it might have just been like 10 yards. That's a fucking bomb when you tore UCL, dude. <laughs> That's a fucking bomb. Well, it, it, it would be. It would what, be. Okay, but what I'm saying is for them after the game to be like, oh, hey, we wouldn't have put him in. If it wasn't our only option. Okay, well, I think technically you guys had other options. That's what I'm saying. It's loose. Um, I don't think your injured quarterback was the best option to put in there when your four-string quarterback goes out. Well, yeah, it's it's essentially rolling over, right? It's essentially like, hey, we don't have a fucking shot at winning this game, which like that's what you, that's what you go into. Hey, we're on our third-string quarterback. If our third string gets hurt in the championship game and then our fourth string comes in and also gets hurt, dude, we lost. And yeah, like, what are we have, supposed yeah. to do when we're on? We're supposed to be on our fifth quarterback of the season, our third string for the championship game. Who would expect us to win? Well, and that's what I'm game? saying is that you put in Juice Checker, you put in McCaffrey, you don't put in what? your injured. What did you just say? Recently star. Hmm? Pronounce the 49ers fullback one more time. Is it juice check? <laughs> use check. Use check? Yeah. yeah, you said juice checker. <laughs> and dude, that should be his name because <laughs> that is I don't, an awesome name. They do chant I juice. definitely said juice check, but I don't know if I said juice checker. Yeah. They they definitely chant. <laughs> Chat? They chant juice. Chat, prove this one for us, guys. When, when he does something, they chant juice, but his name, I think, is use check. Um, oh, bad luck. And Rafa, we'll get to your point in, the, in a minute as well. Um kind of when we get past like a little bit more of this like play-by-play because there's not a lot to talk about play-by-play because after the Josh Johnson fumble well with this game it, it's it, there's not because it was after that yeah it yeah was. once once the Eagles scored again because they started at the 30 yard line 
And then, yeah, you're going to give up a touchdown there. You can't really fault the defense. And then it's 21-7 going into halftime. And then the Niners get the ball first, don't do anything with it. couple, you know, three and outs later. And then the Eagles have a good drive. Overall, before and a good field we goal, but. get into Raffle's comments and even, um, I believe, Sloppy seconds. Sloppy seconds had a big point. I would like to point out that, like, Jalen Hurts didn't look good this game. So he didn't need to. No, no, that no, doesn't no, fucking no, matter. No, 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 he no. did not look good. 121 yards, 15 attempts. He the even when even the first drive of the game, he was it just Ten didn't look good. Yeah. So my dad called me before the game. And he's like, "Hey, what do you think about this?" And I said, "Me personally, 121 I th- yards. I understand that. Like once you're up 21-7, you don't need to pass it. Like I get that. Like let's throw that out the window. And I'm sorry for interrupting you, Kyle. You're good. You're good. But." Like, I'm sorry, but that so I watched, that was not. I watched good. the first half of the game. My dad called me before me before I even got over to his house because we didn't have Wi-Fi yet. And he's like, "Hey, who do you think is going to win?" And I said, "Me personally, I think the uh, I think the Niners have a really good chance." I was like, "They have a good defense. They have a solid O line. They have a solid D line. Like they have what it takes to be able to win the game as long as Purdy does what he does." I was like, "But I want the Eagles to mutilate the Niners." And he goes, okay, so I'm rooting for the Eagles then. I was like, yeah, sure, let's go with the Eagles. I get over to his house, and that was my thing, was I said, I like Jalen Hurts. I think he's a good dual-threat quarterback. Mm -hmm. I said, but, I told my dad, I was like, I think this is the game where the Eagles really go up against a solid defense, and I feel like Jalen Hurts, under the pressure, is going to be exposed. And in the first half, I saw him overthrow five passes. He did miss A.J. Brown that would have gotten me my over for his yards, and I was kind of upset about it. And, and, and like, five yards too far. It was it was a very bad miss. He threw it way over. I saw another one for a first down where he threw it six feet too high. Okay, maybe three feet. But, he, but still, it's, he, it's that, yeah, he it's did that not thing. look good in this game. That's what I'm saying. And it, it, it does worry me, but... He's also the type where the Niners had to have a fucking QB spy like the entire game because they know he could run. So like it changed the way that the Niners had to play the defense, and I think the offense just completely played the right game strategy against the Niners to be able to limit what their defense could do. And it was, hey, let's let's run the ball and run some read options, which even in the read options, Hertz was making the wrong decisions. There was times where Sanders had a gap but he held the ball and tried to run it while he was being spied on the entire time and would get tackled immediately. There was almost the safety because he didn't hand it off to Sanders when Sanders had a fat gap and probably could have got four yards, five yards. I mean, Instead, he almost got a safety against him. Like, yeah. overall, the only times the Eagles scored, go back and look at it. What's their longest drive? 75 yards. 75 yards. Okay, after that, though. Opening drive? No. So their opening, well, yeah, their opening drive was sixty-six yards. Okay. Then they went on a seventy-five-yard touchdown drive. But yes, their and defense. Then a thirty-yard drive and then a ninety-one-yard drive. Because they're. De- so. Okay. <laughs> Make it easy. Stop. Okay, so the the Eagles <laughs> did recover three of the fumbles and stuff like that. But Raffle, going back to your point, um, I completely agree, dude. Trenches. We we talked seconds. about it so. Oh, sorry. Sloppy seconds. We've talked about it so much in the past. Um, I think I'm a firm believer in O lines and D lines can win games because if you can get to the quarterback and don't give him any time to pass the ball, you can have mediocre corners play at least good enough coverage for three seconds to break up a pass or get a pick or whatever it is. And same thing with the offensive line. If you give your quarterback five seconds to throw the ball, he's going to make a good play no matter who the quarterback is. Um, and then yes, Raffle, you're talking about Lane Johnson, the Eagles. And I mean, I, I heard about this today. I don't know if it's true or not. 
But my buddy at work was saying that the Eagles gave up like a record numbers this year for O line. Uh, they gave up like 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 zero sacks or close to no sacks this whole season. And they have Jason Kelsey, who's probably going to go down as the greatest center of all time. He let up he let he's let up zero sacks in the last one hundred games. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's unreal. So the Eagles have had the best O line like all season. Um, now I don't know about the zero sacks all season. I don't know if that's an accurate that's definitely stat. Not true. Okay, yeah, I was, I was, I was, has been sacked at least once, and that's that's what I told my buddy. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I I, I don't think that's possible. Um, but the Eagles O line, the Eagles D line has been sacks, great. Which still fourteen sacks in seventeen. Well, this is so far off. This of is zero, including postseason. Jesus So 14 Christ. sacks all season, yes. So that's what, for them, That's this and, was their first game, so that's 18 games? And to be fair, on those sacks, th- three of them were given up by a running back in pass protection. Gee, how do you fucking pull that up so fast? Pro football focus. God damn it. <laughs> it takes it down to who made the error? Yeah. yeah well, God damn. damn. But yeah, so, I mean, uh, absolutely amazing O-line. Um but, yeah. I'm here, Sorry, but I'm yeah, drug yeah, as yeah. shit. Nick, nice we love see you, Nick. Uh, yeah, okay. So, go back to these points. Like Kyle hit on with Sloppy, these championship games taught me one thing. Most important things are the quarterback in the trenches, hogs that can get their quarterback, and the hogs that can protect our guy. Uh, Boggs my mind when teams want to pay $12, $16 million for running back. Derrick Henry's the exception. Here's the thing. If you can get a running back that can catch the ball in the backfield, it kind of helps when you don't have an offensive line that can block as well, Right. When you get a running back that you can drop the ball off to and he can make plays on screens or whatever it may be, that is more beneficial, you know, and I would pay a little bit more for that. Then it's like, okay, maybe our right guard is a little bit lacking in pass protection. Okay. You have a running back that can change a game, though. I, I was going to say, he said Derrick Henry being the exception. There's a few I, exceptions. I definitely think there's more, like McCaffrey. Yes. I would take fucking McCaffrey over an elite right tackle every day. Yes. McCaffrey is fucking phenomenal. Absolutely. And then Raffle need to talk about Lane Johnson. I yes, playing with a torn abductor, zero pressure, zero sacks to air quotes defense player of the year. Um you probably take those air quotes off because he will be defense player of the year after this year. But I understand your point. Jalen Hurts also dropped back twenty five times for the entire or twenty seven times the entire game. Um because you ran the ball significantly um, and you, and again, it's, it's leading, it's, it's the kind of offense you guys play where it's, you never know if it's a runner pass. I'm sure they never stopped, let them know your next move. They stopped rushing hardcore <laughs> probably halfway through that game. Like once it got to be a two score game, I'm sure the Niners stopped blitzing every fucking play. Like Joey, Bo- yeah. Nick Bosa was like, I'm not going to go full center on a pass rush here. Cause they're probably running the ball. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying he would have lit Lane Johnson up. But I'm saying, saying zero. He had, he had three pressures on the game. I know they probably weren't against Lane Johnson. They were probably on the other side. He also made a great tackle that almost resulted in a safety, like that Kyle alluded to. That was him throwing a, a tight end aside, playing the running back and Jalen Hurts at the same time. Yeah. Lane Johnson had a great game. Your offensive line had a great game. I will not try to take Dispute things away that, from that. Yeah. I'm just saying you also didn't throw the ball over them because you didn't need to because of some injuries. Um, that are just unfortunate timing if you're a Niners fan or if you had money on the Niners or anything like that. But if you're an Eagles fan, yeah, fucking take advantage of it, dude. We just had to run the ball the whole game because we didn't have to do anything else. We had we could limit our playbook. We could limit what we had to do on defense because we weren't stressed because we were playing Josh Johnson. Yep. And absolutely, walk into the Super Bowl. Absolutely, do that. 
Uh, sloppy. I like the idea of adding one more roster spot and each team has to carry three quarterbacks. I don't like that. Um, the roster is set at what it is. If you don't want to carry three quarterbacks, you don't need to carry three quarterbacks, like having a third quarterback. And it's like, cool. We're on our fifth quarterback. Of the... No, like I don't give a shit. <laughs> I really don't fucking give yeah, a but shit. No, I think what he's saying is like going into that game, maybe having a backup to the backup. Well, yeah, but he's saying like add another roster spot to every team's roster. And yeah, means so you have to carry three quarterbacks. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. That's yeah. pointless. There's already 53. You can make your decision on. Hey, we have a generational quarterback. If he gets hurt and our backup gets hurt, dude, fuck it. We the season is what it is. This game is what it is. Yeah, I'm not going to stress over winning this what game. What the Niners wrong. did with their third string quarterback is ungodly. Like, like nobody knew. He was or, sorry, seven godly. Up. Yeah, nobody, nobody was predicting that to happen. Everyone went, went okay. Well, their whole season is over. So for the fact for them to even try and plan for a backup to the backup to the backup, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just gotta just, no. eat your losses at some point. Like, you can deny it. You can try to deny it all you want, but you have to like recognize the facts at some point and be like, "Hey, God or gods or whatever are not on our side this year." And yes. that's just like the Niners every year. I feel like they just get fucking destroyed by injuries for whatever reason. Like, yeah, you yeah. know. But it's like, hey, nobody on the team can stay healthy. If it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. Uh, and oh. Rafa, yeah, Jalen missed a few throws when he was on. Uh, do not. I do not think he was under pressure. Um, so yeah, Jalen Hurts dropped back 27 times, um, was pressured seven times. That's, you know, one out of every four snaps. That's really not anything. He got sacked once. Yeah. I'm sure he wasn't really pressured that much. Again, your offense is great in being able to kind of keep the defense on their toes. And then you're able to say like, Hey, maybe we are passing. Maybe we're running. Maybe it's an RPO. You never know. Yeah. Keep a defensive line from being able to say, we're going to pin our ears back on third and 12 and we're going to come after you. And even if they do, your offensive line is very solid and it's probably going to hold up for more than more for a more amount of time than most offensive lines. Um, Um, But jets, jets, jets. Uh, Yes, Nick go jets. Um, Running backs come and go tackles are hard to come by. I completely agree. Again, like I said, O line, if you have an amazing O line, your running game is going to be phenomenal. We could talk about it with LaShawn McCoy, who was the number one fucking running back in the league for the Eagles, and then he went to, like, the Bills or something and did nothing. We had uh, the Steelers, who had Le'Veon Bell out for five weeks on a suspension, four weeks, wherever it was. D'Angelo Williams, in those four weeks, put up, like, seven touchdowns or eight touchdowns. If you have an O-line, it doesn't matter who you have running the ball. They're going to be a fucking stud. Yes. You don't make it to the NFL because you're shit. You yes. make it to the NFL because you are very good at this sport. It just depends if you are as good as others or if you are if you are able to shine. Yes. Uh, and then uh, <clears throat> Benny made some more points about Trevor Simeon being better than he is. So I'm just going to skip over those. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Simeon's trash. Uh, he was talking to Sloppy Seconds. So they were having a that's side yeah, conversation. Yeah. 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 Um, and then uh, Sloppy, are you guys a Purdy over Lance guy? Yes. I was very low on Trey Lance when he got drafted. All of us. Um, we, yeah, we said made no sense for them to trade up to three to get him. Um, I don't think he fits and to this, give up. Yeah, what, what they, they gave did. Up. I don't think three he first fits, rounders. I don't think he fits that system very well. Um, I think Brock Purdy is obviously a better fit in the system. He showed that in the games he played. Um, you need a pocket passing quarterback that can maybe run a little bit, but you need someone who's going to stand in there, make a decent read. Get the ball to the right guy. It's going to be an easy read. Trey Lance is a guy that I think is going to panic, run the ball, 
He doesn't make the easy reads. He doesn't make the simple throws. He can bomb the ball down the field, and that's fantastic. That is not what the Niners' offense is built on. Yeah, and Sloppy, you're saying wow, and I'm assuming it's because we said that we were pretty over uh, Trey Lance. Um, I just I just don't know what your argument is. They're, I think they have to do a QB competition. Lance well, they're got going in game to. two. I'm not on him yet. I wouldn't anoint him the starter yet. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're obviously going to compete for whoever's you know going to get that starting position, but what has Lance done? What has Lance proven? Well, and that, that, yeah, that's the thing is is Trey Lance didn't have the same opportunities because he got hurt, right? He was back up to Jimmy G his rookie year. When he came in, they really only used him on gadget plays. Then he came in this year, got one start in the shittiest weather of the season against yep. the Bears, and they lost, um, which in itself is kind of a red flag to me. <laughs> yep. I know it was shitty weather, but it lent itself to the run game, and you guys have a great defense and should be able to run the ball, and you still couldn't beat the Bears when they sucked really bad. Um, and then in addition to that, Brock Purdy comes in, plays a seven-game stretch, goes undefeated, throws like 19 touchdowns, two interceptions. Outperformed Mahomes and Allen in those and seven hurts. weeks. And Hurts. Like, like who, everybody. Yeah, like he outperformed everybody. He had the highest QBR in the league over those seven weeks. Yeah, so it's really hard. And we're, I mean, I'm, we're, like, we're even talking about college. What did Lance do in college? Nothing. I mean, he, he played against D3 schools. So. He didn't do anything in college. Yeah. Not, and Brock Purdy didn't do like a lot more. No. He was but, the last pick in the draft. But it's the thing. Here's the issue. Is, when you get your chance to shine and you go 7-0 and and beat every other quarterback in a QBR rating for that time that you're playing, mm-hmm. it's hard to talk shit. And it's also we traded up to the number three pick. So I, And it's going to be the argument of we traded up to the number three pick to get this guy. We have to give him an extra opportunity versus we drafted this guy the last pick in the entire draft. We can be a little bit more lenient. But if you have the choice of we have to pay this guy way more because he was the third pick in the draft or we have this guy that's on like the smallest contract possible. Yep. Um, and I'm sure it's up sooner as well, obviously, because it's probably a two year contract or whatever. Yeah. Um, I would give that guy an up. Like, yes. Let them compete in OTAs, in preseason, in mini yeah, camps. All of course. That. And and sloppy. You got to think, too. They gave up three first rounders to trade up to get Trey Lance. And the Dolphins turned those into Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and Bradley Chubb. Yeah. Like, they gave up everything to go for Trey Lance. And he hasn't had a real chance to be able to prove himself. And do you but, think? But Purdy has and, for cheaper. And do you think that Trey Lance is going to come in and outperform what Brock Purdy did? No. Do you understand the numbers he would have to put up? To outperform Brock Purdy over these seven weeks, he would have to start the season. They'd be undefeated for the first eight weeks of the season. He would be leading the league in touchdowns, have like the second or third fewest interceptions out of all starters. And like, so, and Purdy's most likely getting Tommy John surgery, which from a stat that I read is that like in baseball, they get better. They get better after Tommy John surgery. It like gives them more power, more fucking snap, whatever it is. So I'm like, dude. Now you got Purdy with an extra 15 yards in his arm. Like, Purdy, Purdy has a very good chance of being very good. Yeah. It, okay, it, we it, are it, fucking it, way off topic. It, it's just reading a defense. Like, it's just Sh- – Shanahan makes it very simple. I just don't think that Trey Lance can make the right decisions when it comes to short passes. He missed slants on his pro day. That's You're not a starting quarterback in the NFL if on your pro day you miss a fucking five-yard slant. <laughs> with no defense, you you should not be playing in the NFL, realistically. Yes, that's well, just my thoughts. A, he's never never been a slant quarterback. That's the Niners' offense, though. Is right. like quick no, reads, right? Yeah, <laughs> we, we just, which doesn't make sense as to why the Niners why they drafted, which makes the sense why Tom Brady goes there. Yeah, we'll absolutely. talk about it. Yeah, and with those weapons, yeah, I think he can 
as long as Lance is in a turnover machine, the upside is even greater because he's a little bit more like because he's more athletic, I guess. But I don't think he can make those reads. Anyways, uh, I don't really think there's anything else from this game. No. Once it got past halftime, <clears throat> once it got to that two score. Do game, you guys know what your bold predictions were? Uh, under 300 yards, both teams. I think I got that right. Uh, Raffle, yep, I got that what right. are the uh, merchandise you want to talk about? I said before? Eagles would win by 20. I didn't text you guys that, but that's what I was thinking. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I also, I also said I know, Butker I, I put, would win I, by game-winning field goal. I put, I, no, mine was uh, A.G. Brown and Devonta Smith would both be over 100 yards. Thank yeah, you I, so much for <laughs> that, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, – so I Devonta Smith with the drop pass, 36 yards. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that – so, yeah, mine was under 300 yards for both teams, and then my player props that I took was George Kittle over in yards and A.J. Brown over in yards, which contradict each other um, for my total yards argument. Yeah. Um, but I was right. They Both teams went under 300 yards. It was more of a defensive battle, understanding the Eagles put up 31 points. Yeah. 14 of those points came on – 17 of those points came on 30 yards Fumbles, or less, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. on a drive. They did have three really solid touchdown drives, don't get me wrong. But then the rest of the points, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, you had like not a lot of work to do there. Um, I, but I think we got the got the prediction right. We took the Eagles. Yeah, I don't remember what the line was. What we took, I think we took the Eagles. I took the Eagles the and the under. And then I teased. And it. then you teased the over. And then I teased the over like an asshole. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, I, w- I wasn't here, but I would have taken Eagles because I hate the Niners. So yeah, uh, okay. So, yeah, the rest of the game, like, like we said, was just kind of, uh, you know, shitty because of a shitty situation. Just injuries kind of ruined what this game should have been, could have been. Um, fucking should have super teased him to minus eight and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, super pleased him. That, that's called a pleaser. Nice. I, I also loved, before we leave this game, the chippiness at the end of the game. I was... Hoping there would be no more than four handshakes after the game and that the Niners would just go to the locker room. Uh, watching Dre Greenlaw punch a football five times in a row after the whistle <laughs> had blown was one of my highlights of the weekend. Um, and then afterwards, Kyle Shanahan had kind of been like annoyed with the refereeing the whole game, which again, I didn't like watch every single play yeah. for refereeing and everything. Um, but it was just him being so dejected because they were already down. I think that was when it was 28-7. Yeah, it just makes me laugh. It was like 28-7 at that point. And then Dre Greenlaw is just throwing left hooks. I think it was, it was either Gainwell or Sanders just holding on to the ball, being held up by two other defenders. And Dre Greenlaw is just throwing left hooks at this football. And he's landing on the football every single time. But the whistle's been blown, and he's just being held there. And they throw the flag. And Kyle, they cut to Kyle Shanahan on the sideline. He's so dejected. And he goes, he was hitting the ball. <laughs> it's like, I mean, like, like, I don't really know what you're calling a flag for. Like, you didn't hit the guy. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I guess. <laughs> and, and Rafa, I'm going to come to your defense here because what's bugging me too, and the reason why I hope the Eagles win the Super Bowl this year, um, is just the fact of like everyone's just writing off the Eagles, and it's it's it's, Every it's, week, it's bugging yeah. me. Yeah, because they're saying, well, they had the easiest schedule of the year. They beat, you know, they fucking they beat uh, a four string quarterback. They beat this, and it's like. They beat the Giants, who are on a rebuild season. Okay, yeah, but the Giants, Giants got there though. Yeah, they beat like, the Vikings. Would you say that they like, beat the Vikings again? Like, dude, and it is what it is. The Eagles have gotten there, no matter how you say it. Winning fourteen games out of your seventeen is tough. It doesn't matter. Like that's not just an easy, easy fluke. Now people talk about the Vikings and stuff like that, but still, like you can't just write off the Eagles, dude. They've been performing great. They were better, in my opinion, than the Niners in every single category. Niners had an easier strength of schedule than the Eagles. 
there you go, dude. So it's just, it's just bugging me how people were talking so much shit about the Eagles. That was I'm the, like, dude, they got there. That was the only, like, more uh, more. That was the only easier strength of schedule. The Niners and Eagles had the two easiest strength of schedules in the entire NFL. Really? Yeah. Fourteen and three, thirteen and four. Niners had to play the Rams, Cardinals. Yeah, that's, that's an easy four right that's there. The, the Eagles, right? They played the Cowboys, who finished as the number one wild card, and the Giants, who made, made the playoffs. Also got the AFC East. Who was the AFC East? Or and AFC the NFC South. East were the I'm two. Sorry, the AFC South. They had to play the Texans, the, the Colts. They had to play that. They division. did. At least so. Could be super wrong, but. Regardless, no, did. You're right. um, it is what it is. Yeah, Bengals Chiefs, Chiefs now. Uh, Mahomes set a record, I think. For Bengals got robbed. Fifth most uh, AFC championships in a row. So shout out to uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Um, Patrick Mahomes is that guy. Like he's just he's, well, yeah. he's going to get there, um, and he's been to the Super Bowl three times out of the four or three out of the five. I think he's been there three out of the five now. He's only this is this is going to be a no. This is going to be a Third, this will be his third. third. One, one loss. In one. the last five seasons. So, I mean, and he's one and one in the Super Bowl. I mean, Mahomes, we've talked about it. This guy is, uh, he's, he's godly. In the quarterback position, I've always said Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback to ever play, to ever play that position. Not the best quarterback in history, but I do think Aaron Rodgers has been the most talented until Mahomes. Yeah. Mahomes is... It it doesn't make sense how good this fucking guy is at this position. The main thing I think it stems from. And he's fucking steak with his Ke- with ketchup. ketchup. Yeah, he puts ketchup on mac and cheese. He puts it on everything. But I think <coughs> it's the, it's not awful. What it I've stop. tried it because my 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 buddy does it and I tried it. It's not awful. I don't eat it that way though. Yeah, I don't care. If I had to, I would. Hey, at least you don't eat broccoli on pizza. It, uh, it's not bad. Uh, the what I think it stems from is that he played baseball in like high school, like all the way up through high school, like until he got to college, at a really high level. Um, I forgot who it was. There's a pitcher I think for like the White Sox right now, um, who's like starting pitcher in the MLB, and I know it's high school and it's years later, but they played against each other in high school, and Mahomes outperformed him pitching. So it's it's a thing of. It's more than one sport. It's he also played, I think, a little bit of shortstop. Why isn't Kyler Murray good then? I was, I was gonna well, say I so feel like there's a lot of quarterbacks that are well, also no. But that's what I'm saying. It's, like, it's with the arm angle. So it's when it comes to talent. It's because now these newer generation of athletes are playing more sports, and when they're playing more sports, when you're playing a sport like baseball and you're playing shortstop, you're not just throwing overhand this same motion all the time. You're throwing sidearm. You're throwing while you're jumping. You're doing more things. Your arm gets trained to that. It gets stronger. Kyler Murray can huck a fucking ball, can make some of the most impressive throws. He may not be the most <laughs> accurate, but he can make some of the most impressive throws in football. He really can. Um, and that's why Patrick Mahomes can do the same thing. While he's jumping, while he's jumping off the wrong foot, while he's rolling to his left and throwing back across his body, while he's not looking, he can make these amazing throws because he's got experience doing it. His dad was a fucking MLB pitcher. You there know? you go. Huh. Yeah, so Michael Kupchak. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <clears throat> Sloppy, real quick, or you're Kopech. saying, yeah, t- touching back on the whole Hurts and uh, or, uh, Lance and Purdy thing. Yes, Lance has not also been shit because he hasn't done anything, but he also hasn't been shit. But – 
Purdy has performed. I don't like, think Purdy didn't get reps with the ones in training camp because he was the last pick in the draft. It was just split between Garoppolo and Trey Lance. If you go into an OTAs, you go into a mini camp, and you give just Purdy and Trey Lance reps with the ones, and let's see who's better. And if Trey Lance is better, then yeah, he's going to start, and that's A lot fair. of people proved him, see, uh, see, but, him out, except for me. See, but I think yeah. that whoever it is, it doesn't matter who the Niners have at quarterback. If they don't make mistakes... They will succeed because well, the Niners have that team, and that's been my point too. Is like it doesn't matter who the Niners' quarterback is because it's a good system. You again, like Kyle said, don't make mistakes. You're going to have a great year, and that's what Purdy did. Trey Lance, I just don't, I don't know. I would like to, I would like to see it in preseason. I'd yeah, like to dude. see it if, and we're not people that hate on people like, like, hey, I would love to see Trey Lance succeed. Right? Like, 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 like we, we want to see Oof. that. I, I mean, don't use we. Yeah, don't. I don't want to see him. Don't succeed. ever. I don't we. care. Um, you would you don't want to see him succeed at all. Like even if you I, I literally, team? it would be indifferent to me. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Oh, dude, yeah. I think anybody that makes the NFL, I want to see them succeed. I didn't want to see Josh Rosen succeed, and it didn't happen. Okay, except him, dude. Fuck Josh Rosen. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> fuck <very> that guy, <laughs> dude. Yeah, no, yeah. Makes, I think I, I didn't even know he was still in the league the until reason, he started playing for whatever team that was that had the fucking like. Yeah, he was it, like third or fourth string the quarterback. The reason why I, I think it was kind of like to see him fail is because he had no right in really being the third picked quarterback in that draft class let alone a team trading up multiple firsts for him and then seeing that and I'm like that guy's not fucking worth it. I hope I hope you fail as a franchise uh, see, because hope, you made that decision. I hope nothing. the Niners trade him and then I hope he blows up, dude. I hope I, I hope I hope he does great. Dude. I hope it's literally labeled as like why would you the trade for this guy? Or the Vikings. Uh then I hope he doesn't blow up. <laughs> the Lions. No, yeah, I saw a mock draft about them trading up to like second or third and getting Bryce Young and I was like, I'll hate that. <laughs> Him with James Williams, dude. Exactly. Like That's what I'm saying. The chemistry's and, already and there. I've said it before. He played with Amon Ra in high school, too. Like, it would just make sense. I will. It would just I make don't sense. Want to see I, just don't I heard do it. rumors about Rodgers going in. I don't think, I don't think they can pull it off. I don't think they can pull it off. Yeah, I okay. think they could easily. So, going back to the Bengals Chiefs, though. I forgot what our original they point is. Two first round picks. That we were making about this game. Um, I, well, it was about Mahomes and his passing talent, how amazing he has been, obviously. Um so, again, we'll go through kind of like we did with the last game. Highlight of this game, the leading rusher for both teams was Burrow. Yeah, he had, 30 he had like two good runs. Yeah, four carries, 30 yards. I took Joe Mixon uh, over yards. Yeah, nobody could fucking I, So, I almost took that. I almost took that prop bet, and I was like, no chance. Just, well, just because the, the fucking Chiefs gave up 100 to fucking ETN last week. I know, week. but they only ran it three times with Joe Mixon. <laughs> well, I didn't expect them to only run it three times with Joe Mixon. You can't I say that beforehand and I be like, either. oh, just, yeah. No, he no, they only ran it three that times. Why would you pick him, you idiot? That was receiving. <laughs> Joe Mason ran it eight times. <laughs> no, but I, I was thinking about taking it too, and I, I just stepped back and I was like, I just, I don't know. And like my prop bets were on this game. I don't think I took any prop bets on this game. On Bengals Chiefs, I took Kelsey over yards, Mixon over rushing yards. Kelsey over yards, I think hit. I think it was like seventy-five. What do you finish with? Seventy-eight. <clears throat> there you go. Unless he, unless the over was eighty. <laughs> No, I don't think it was. I don't think it was. I think it was at like 76 and a half. Dude, take. I'll take it, dude. I went one for four. Hell I yeah. need it. I Hell fucking need no, it. No, dude, I'm getting. Like I text you guys, I'm getting so sick and tired of fucking betting football, yeah. man. And I will go all out for the Super Bowl. I'm going to put oh, $100 gonna... in my William Hill account. Oh, Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday, when we go live for the podcast, we're talking. It's we're Super talking Bowl prop special. Bets, we're talking everything. Everything about the game and then everything with prop bets, everything and, with actual bets. And we were talking about it before. 
whatever we say live, we are placing those bets when we talk about it. It might be a two dollar bet, but I'm gonna place it. Yes. All right. Bengals kick uh, kick off the game with the ball. Don't do anything. Take a sack uh, from uh, Fred Clark, Frank Clark, uh, on a big third and nine. Nothing really to talk about there. Chiefs get the ball. Have a good drive. Get all the way down. Is that the Isaiah Pacheco touchdown that got called back? No, no, no. That was the Kadarius Tony drop in the end zone. Um, so Tony drops the ball in the end zone. Great ball. Great opportunity. Just, you know, couldn't hold on to it, which is, I mean, it's fair. It was in good coverage. Um, it was just who's who's going to win this ball. Um, get their three. Force three and out on the next drive. And that was tough because that was, I thought, was kind of going to dictate the game. They ran the ball on first down, and then Joe Burrow got sacked on second and on third down. And it was his it was three straight dropbacks that he got sacked. And it was that issue of, man, the Bills couldn't put any pressure on him. And that's why they lost that game. And the Chiefs from the first two drives of the game got fucking three sacks. And it was like, oh, this is going to be a long night yeah, for the Yeah, the O-line Bengals. showed. And that's why I was surprised that the score was even that close. Yeah, Burrow because got they pre- started off like that. Yeah, Burrow got pressured 21 times and got sacked. Here's the thing. He got sacked five times. He got sacked three times on the first two drives of the game. So he got sacked twice the rest of the game. They they, <clears throat> And I think it's because they went to kind of what I had said when we were previewing the game which is if you're the Bengals, you have to be expecting a pass rush, expecting blitzes, get the ball out quickly. And that's what they kind of started doing, even on in the second half, that T. Higgins touchdown pass. That Joe Burrow got the ball out in two seconds, and it was a go route down the sideline. And it was give T. Higgins a shot, he's going to go get it. But it was literally snap the ball, take two steps, add shotgun, and then let it go. Pass rush has no chance of getting there. You give your... Your receiver, who's going to win one-on-one with those corners, a shot, he goes and gets it, you get a touchdown. That's kind of what they evolved their offense into. Um, The Chiefs just couldn't really convert touchdowns on their first couple drives, had to settle for two field goals, even though they dropped a touchdown pass. Isaiah Pacheco ran for a touchdown, got called back for holding, and then they were running third and goal from like the 19-yard line. Like, obviously, you're not going to convert that. Um, Makes it a bit tougher. Bengals go down, get their own field goal, and then the first touchdown of the game – comes from a fourth down scramble, take a little bit more time to let the play develop. And Mahomes just lets Travis Kelsey create for him for himself in the end zone. He finds a way to get open. You're right. Puts it it right just, to it him. was a classic <clears throat> chiefs play. It, it was, was a, it was just like, all right, he, yeah, that's the chiefs. He could have thrown, he had two different receivers. He had a receiver in the flat on the sideline and then like ran a four yard curl route that he could have thrown to either of them for probably a quick, easy throw the ball in one second, get a first down. We keep the drive going. And instead, he was like, oh, "I'm gonna see where this goes with Kelsey." Yeah, and this is like know. Kelsey's like ninth season in the NFL, and he has the second most receptions in playoff history, and he has the second most touchdowns in playoff history, I believe, um, just behind Jerry Rice on both. And he's like eight catches, or like seven catches, or something like that. I think it's eleven catches. I think it's eleven catches. 800 yards and seven touchdowns behind Jerry Rice in like nine less games. Like Travis Kelsey is going to break. Yeah, Travis Kelsey in 17 games in the playoffs has 15 touchdown catches. Jerry Rice went 29 games, 22 touchdown catches. So he's seven catch, seven touchdowns behind Jerry Rice um, in 12 less games. Um, He's also you give 12 games, he's getting seven touchdowns. He's also 24 receptions. Was it 24? 24 receptions behind Jerry Rice again. 
12 less games. You think Travis Kelsey's not getting two receptions a game in the playoffs for, and you're, gets you're there 12 more times? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he'll get that in, I think, two games. Yeah, exactly. I said probably four. I was like, four, I think he has a good chance. In four or five games, breaking receptions and touchdowns. I think he'll break receptions next season in the playoffs, touchdowns yes. the following season. I agree with that. And then Because they might have a bye. Yeah, and that's gonna be <laughs> yeah, and that's gonna be in like five less games than exactly. Jerry Wright. Like Travis Kelsey's a fucking phenom. Exactly, absolutely. Um, so it was a it was really good, kind of getting close to halftime, and then the Chiefs get their touchdown, and then it's the pick, and the first Joe Burrow interception was such a lame fucking throw. Uh, it was he was under pressure and he kind of threw it a bit early. But T. Higgins completely stopped on his route, and the ball still was okay, but then, super short. Yeah, but then you have to look at that. What, what did that turn into? No, they punted, but I'm saying like it's it's a little bit momentum killing, right? When you have the ball with and, – and, yeah, the Chiefs then went on a 19-second three and out, didn't do anything with it, right? And But then you're starting at your own five-yard line. <laughs> right, but then they go down and score. Seconds. Right, then they get a field goal. But wouldn't it have been a lot nicer if maybe you had more time to work the clock and you get a touchdown to end that drive? Instead of having to settle for a field goal because you only had two minutes and three seconds to work with instead of having, like, four minutes to work with. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Anybody... It would have been nicer. That's all I'm saying. You don't. You never know what would happen. Maybe he went all the way down through another pick in the red zone. Like, probably wouldn't have, but you obviously never know. I'm just saying... It was not a great it was it was a bad throw for it to be an interception. Obviously the Chiefs should do more with it. They just didn't. Big um, Chiefs fan over here. Me? Okay. Uh, <laughs> same division. So then you get to the second half. Chiefs go three and out. Don't do anything with it. Bengals get momentum, rolling, get a touchdown. And you start to think, okay, now we're tie game. Things are gonna start getting interesting. Bengals to Tim's point. Three and out. 90-yard drive, get a field goal right before halftime, come out, force a three and out, get a touchdown. This game is swinging. Now, all of a sudden, Chiefs go down. Yeah, Chiefs go down and get a touchdown. And then the Chiefs do Chiefs things. And she and Mahomes made like two or three ridiculous throws on this drive, including the touchdown to uh, MVS. It was, it was Yo, a dumb shout throw. Shout out to MVS. Bro. It was a dumb throw. Yeah, he had a, 100 yards in this game. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. six receptions, 116 yards, and a tutty. Um, I mean, I I didn't hate him on the Packers. You know, he wasn't that guy for us at all. But just a deep ball, maybe y- drop. Yeah, drop but one being able two, to see him succeed <laughs> in, a fucking, big ones. in a game that mattered. It was it was just good to see for him. Um, but dude, I mean, Mahomes is just incredible, and he's that guy, mm-hmm. dude. If if he would have had his O line against the Bucks, I think the Chiefs won that Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But he was missing two Those or three of the starters, really hurt, yeah. and he had to run like it was something stupid, like two hundred yards in the backfield. Yeah, trying right? to get throws off. Yeah, like, dude, I don't know. I think Mahomes is going to go down as the greatest quarterback of all time. I think he really has a shot with the insane rise he's had to being probably he's the best quarterback in football right now. Yes, and, and he's this in his is fifth year. This is his fifth year, and this will be his third Super Bowl visit. Yeah. With five straight AFC championship games. It's ridiculous. It's um, unreal. And, sorry, so we go into... Uh, My bad. No, 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 I'm sorry. No, it was, it was good points you brought up. So the throw to MBS was absurd. It was like, while he was stepping up in the pocket, jump pass through it. It was not the most perfect pass, but it got to MBS, just yeah. missed the hand of the defender. Like, MBS ran a good route, got open on Mike Hilton, you know. Um, but it was a ridiculous throw. 
Bengals go three and out. And now I'm starting to think, okay, momentum is really swinging. And now the Chiefs are going to go down and fucking do something. Right. And then. And then Mahomes just fucking <laughs> throws the ball backwards and then tries to land on it and makes the most unathletic attempt at landing on a football I've seen in my life. Yeah. Uh, pretty p- fucking pathetic. Shout out Sam Hubbard, you know, Cincinnati kid getting another fumble recovery. And me and Jesse were like, we're sitting up we're like, okay. Because like the entire game, like we were like sitting there thinking and like. Momentum was swinging back and forth, just like you said, and it was one of those things where it was like, oh god! After you, after they just scored, and then the Bengals went three and out, and it was like, oh man! And then the, you know the Chiefs got a couple first downs, and it was like, oh, they were on we, Cincinnati side of the field. Here we go! Like, and I told Jesse, I was like, babe, you just gotta understand, football's football, and the Chiefs are really good. It's not like like because you know she's like a Bengals fan, mm-hmm. so she's like getting all upset, and I was like, babe, you need to understand the Chiefs are good. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that the Bengals aren't good, but you understand that you're playing Patrick Mahomes. She's like, I hate Patrick Mahomes, and I was like, I understand. <laughs> I understand. He's yeah. he's the best. He's the best. He's the league. best. He's the he best. He's the best. He's the best. That's what happens. Um, and then he fumbles it, and I'm like, Oh my god! Oh my god! Babe, here we go. And then this touchdown. Oh uh, wait, no, this was the the P Ryan touchdown. This is oh okay. They got all the way inside. Uh, they just kind of. They converted on the fourth. This was the no. Joe, this was a Jamar Chase catch. That, this is, so I was sitting there like cleaning up the kitchen after dinner, and Jesse was doing homework on the couch, and I was like, "Oh shit, okay, it's fourth and six. And I was like, "Okay, they're just gonna try to call him off sides." That's exactly what Romo said. And then, um, <laughs> and then at fourth manageable. and one, then you just QB sneak it or give it to Joe Mixon for a yard. And I was like, "Okay." So I started looking away, and then I was like, ah, might as well just check out. Just to see. make sure. Yeah, and Jesse's head was down, and then they called it, and I said, oh, Jesse's head didn't look up. And then he threw it, and I was like, yeah. And then Jamar Chase came back for the ball and caught it, and I was like, bad, bad, bad. And she was like, what did I miss? And I was like, fucking the greatest play in the game so far. <laughs> it, it was the greatest play in the game so far. And um, it was... To me, it's just Jamar Chase. That's all it was. I mean, it it's, was. It, it, to me, it was. It was. It was Jamar Chase, but also Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase. That type of connection, yes. knowing like, hey, I'm going to give it. you a shot. Yeah, and then it, it was. It was underthrown because he, his arm got hit, which is pressure. Right. Like, it's not really like Joe Burrow's fault. The, the fact that it got it got there. <laughs> yeah, and and <laughs> to the point where it got. It's just, to me, it's more than anything. It's Jamar Chase, and yes, it's the connection because they obviously are. But the no, absolutely, group. Jamar Chase recognized double like, oh, coverage. Shit. He was not open. No, he fought back through contact, caught that ball. Was absurd, uh, especially on a fourth and six where you're fucking letting your nuts hang out. Yeah. When it's you just forced a fumble. I guess the the logic, if you're like Zach Taylor, nice. Hello. If you're like Zach Taylor, you're sitting there and you're like, hey, we just got a free possession. You know, that's that's warm and has probably been sitting there for a month. But um, I was like, I know we got another. Yeah. I was like, I know we got another hour up here. Yeah. Taking out the drawers. That would be legendary. So I think that the the Bengals were treating this as a free possession. Thanks to whoever bought this. Right? Try me. Um, right? Would you agree? It's like, hey, we just got this fumble. We got the ball at midfield on a drive that, you know, the Chiefs were marching. And it wasn't like we forced the turnover. Patrick Mahomes literally threw a ball backwards, you know? It just slipped out of his hand. Kyle, I, I love that. Um, <laughs> um 
So maybe that's what it was, right? <laughs> if you're the Bengals, you're sitting there and you're saying, hey, we're, talk, we're still done with the Joe Burrow catch. Well, I'm talking about so, the drive. So I wouldn't so I wouldn't necessarily call that a free drive just because of where they were on the field. Because that they were in Chiefs territory, but barely. Forty one. Right? right? So my thought process is when he threw that, like, yes, that could be said that like, okay, let's let's call this a freebie. But you oh, also if you don't get it with a deep ball in double coverage, um, you're giving Patrick Mahomes like the only ball the thirty yards yeah. to get into field goal position. Yeah. No, and I agree with you 100%. I'm just saying maybe you also treat it as like glorified punt, right? Fourth down, I'm going to throw a bomb. If it gets picked, it's okay. like we punted. Yeah. You know, most of, most DBs never realize that's a smart play, even if it's a lob and it's like here's an Stats. easy pick. And it's like if I get this pick, we start at the six-yard line. If I bat it down, we start at the 41-yard well, line. Because a lot of times – okay, not a lot of the times, but sometimes, you know, it gets fucking tipped and then it still gets caught. You know, so they're like, well, yeah. if I catch it, I know we get possession. So it's like, okay, well, fucking, yeah, yeah. Yuck, yuck it down the field. Yeah, so I, and I mean, Tim, also, to your and point, it could, like, it, well, it could have been a thing where, like, Joe Burrow was just tossing in a double coverage, hoping for a pass interference call. Like, it could have been, yes. it yeah. could have been a thing There's where so it's many like, things. Because you throw that ball. just toss it down It there happens all the time. You throw dude. that ball, and it's either, like, throw it a slightly short. Where they have to cut back and, and you're they, getting and hit, then, and then pass the interference every them. time. What are those odds, right? The odds of either Jamar Chase catches it or he gets PI, ball falls incomplete, or the defender picks it off. The well, odds of Jamar 50, Chase, 50, I guess. no, the odds of Jamar Chase catching it or getting a PI, it's probably like eighty twenty. That's fair. I would say it's eighty twenty. It's it, like there's a slim chance that ball falls incomplete. It's either getting picked off and they're probably getting shitty field position. Maybe it gets batted down, or we're getting a first down because he caught it or his PI. Yeah, you know that's that's what you have to go into thinking it. Um, and then they they get the ball at the six yard line off of that. I just saw that. Run the ball with Joe Mixon. Run the ball with Samaj P. Ryan. Whoa. Get in for a touchdown. It's great. Kings uh, and uh, Hurricanes. Hurricanes came they back. They came back. Yeah, dude. but I didn't get my minus one and a half. Oh, you took. I thought you took a money line. No. <laughs> Sorry. So, okay. I saw it a while ago. Love to see the Kings lose. Okay. So that four to one. Kings were up 4-1. Yeesh. So that ties the game up. Chiefs get the ball back. Don't do anything with it. Bengals get the ball back. And we get, like, the best play of the game. What was it? Fucking, is it Cook? Wait, which one are we looking at here? So after the touchdown, you go punt for the Chiefs. They don't do anything with the ball. Bengals get the ball back again. Maybe momentum on their side still. And Joe Burrow takes a shot down the sideline in a double coverage with T. Higgins. Um, I think really the issue with that is it wasn't a jump ball. If it's T. Higgins' jump ball in double coverage, I like my odds. <laughs> if it's just I'm going to put this ball in the right spot, and it was. Who who are they getting rid of? Wide receiver wise. Oh, uh, we Boyd? talked about yeah, last we talked about week. last week. Um, it has to be Boyd, right? Uh, it might be Higgins. He's going to demand more money. It. Someone's going to pay him more. Than <clears> He'll be more expensive but, than but the wait, Boyd. But wait, wait, no. What we also look Sorry. at it. Not all of them are due right now. They're not due. No, I know, but Higgins when it will be up first, though. Yeah, but when it comes up, I think they pay Higgins fat, and I think they cut Boyd. That's what I, 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 I don't know like if they can afford Chase and Higgins. Someone's going to offer Higgins a ridiculous amount of money. I don't think he's that good, though. I don't think he's that good, but someone's going to. Why did the Jags yeah. pay Christian Kirk? Yeah, he was the best no, one there. You're right. They're going to overpay right. him. You're right. Um, so this ball goes to T Higgins, and I think it was a good throw if there wasn't another defender there. It was on the money, but. 
Cook makes an amazing play, makes up for a PI he had on the field goal drive for the Bengals. Yeah. He that they picked the ball off, but he got there just, you know, a second early to get a PI that let, lets the Bengals go down and get that field goal. He had another penalty earlier in the game as well. Um, so he makes up for it, gets this tip. They get the pick off of it. It was two rookies making a great play for the Chiefs. Uh, they didn't do anything with it. They ended up punting. But it kills momentum, kills the drive. If you let that catch up, Bengals are obviously scoring on that drive and having the lead. Um, and then we get to the Bengals. So off that punt, they pin the Bengals at their own six. So it's tie game. Bengals get the ball. Uh, what, 230 left in the game, starting from their own six-yard line. Um, this These last yep. three drives so were obviously the most confident. Con- Controversial. Yes. Controversial. <laughs> in the entire game. Um, overall, See, I don't think the intentional grounding was really there. I need like, you guys so, to explain so here's, this okay, to me. Because so I didn't thing. see it. Here's the thing. I don't think it was there. And Jesse Jesse asked me. And so like I rewatched the play when they showed the replay. And I was like, okay, so what they're... I told Jesse what intentional grounding was. I said, Jesse, so what happens with intentional grounding is when you drop back and you are in the pocket... If you just throw the ball essentially at the ground, and it doesn't have to be like at the ground, but or like a, if you throw way, it yeah. um, anywhere that there's not necessarily a wide receiver or a target, then they can call intentionally grounding. And what I didn't like about it is that they didn't call it at first, and then they went back and called it. And I said, Jesse, it's kind of bullshit. Because um, if you rewatch that play, I mean, so did he throw it like? And, into the and, ground, but was it towards a wide receiver? Sam J or Sam J Samaj P Ryan was coming across the middle. Now was he like five yards away from the ball? Sure, whatever. Maybe it wasn't towards him. But guess what? There was a target there. And so I think the Bengals got absolutely fucking robbed on this drive because earlier in this drive, or or it was after that play, um, I think Joe Burrow also got hit late. So, yeah, this is the intentional grounding. Um, it's while he's under pressure. The reason why I think they called it is because yeah, he, he just that, – that's a, it's a whole – here we go. Here we go. It's while he's under pressure. And his arm got hit. There is nobody there. Yeah, but his arm got hit. So he I, got hit while he threw. So he was in yeah. the process of getting sacked, and I think he just threw it at the ground. And I think if the running back had stayed in the backfield to block – Play it one more time for me. It's gonna it's gonna play the play before first, yeah, but um, I think I think the reason they call it intentional grounding is because it was. Oh, uh, that one is no. intentional. That's intentional all day for it, sure. That one is okay, okay. It, yeah. So, but I agree with you. The the hit by Frank Clark, I think, because he 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 went full into the ground. He got hit. All he had yeah. to do was throw a sidearm, like attempt one. And he and he, he threw it at the linesman, he, the lineman's feet, and he, the running back was five yards in front of them. So yeah. I I would say yeah, that was intentional. And I think if he would have. Even made a made an effort to throw it, and it got he got hit, and the ball just kind of squirmed out and landed the same oh, yeah, spot. Pass, it yeah. would have been incomplete pass. Yeah. But it's the fact that he threw it directly into the ground while and he quick. was getting, while he was getting thrown down. It's like very obvious he's just trying to not take a sack yes. there. Um, to Tim's point, though, the hit by Frank Clark was it earlier <laughs> in that drive? Uh yes, yeah, it was earlier in that drive. No, I think it was right after that they lost it down. Well, and that then- was third down. 
Yeah, so it stayed third down, and I think he... No, with intentional grounding, you lose the down. Yeah. No. You, you lose the down, and you get down to where you've made the pass. Okay, so I guess... No, no, it, so that was second down. Yeah, that's so what I'm it, saying. So then it became third, third down, and, and I think okay. it was the next play. It was third and 16. Uh, and then, yeah, Joe Burrow dropped... No, they converted that. Oh, okay. The, next, the third and 16, they converted. So again... Call intentional grounding, and then they still converted the next play. So did it affect the game really? Not at all. No. Like, that's that's and, the issue. And, and I, I, saw, I saw the argument, because it doesn't matter who, what team it is or how they win. There's always the other part. Like, oh, well, because of this, because of this, because of this. Yeah, but it's it's, it's a matter of, of your perspective of, and of, what you think about it and what th- you think happened exactly. in the game. Yeah. I think the Bengals got robbed. So I think... Not necessarily on, on that play, what? but overall on those last three drives, I there think, was a lot of fucking things that happened. See, and, and, and I didn't see argument. it, so I don't know the context I we're talking about. I, I, like, I watched this game back on my lunch today. I think you, the argument would be there if the Bengals didn't right after those controversial calls, other than the block in the back on the punt. Um, oh, but Illegal blocking in the back. Every one of those other, <laughs> other penalties, <laughs> it was like, oh, well, you could have called this penalty, and it's like, right, and it wouldn't have affected the outcome. They could have not called that intentional grounding, and the Bengals converted the next play anyways. Right, was- there was a play late where on the Samaj P. Ryan, right before he scored the touchdown, Joe Mixon got tackled out of bounds, and while he was out of bounds, a Chiefs player came in and hit him out of bounds, and they're like, well, they didn't call 15 yards there, and it's like, right, or they didn't call unnecessary roughness there, and it's like, right, it was at the two-yard line, and they scored on the next play. So, so it wouldn't have affected the outcome. Yeah, of the what game. does it matter? So like the penalties are at like other than the block in the back, which I absolutely agree would have affected how the Chiefs call plays. Up. Probably would have gone to uh, overtime, hundred percent. Every other penalty though, I felt was like it didn't affect the outcome of the game, except for the last. But that was a good call. No, no, no. Like, that's what I told Jesse. I was like, like once he pushed him, I was like. Like he went out of bounds, and I was like, "Oh, that's good, Jesse." And then he pushed him, and I was like, "Jesse, that's fucked." Yeah. Uh, the, you, the 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 chart. Didn't the Mahomes Chiefs... get hit like way late out of bounds? It was, that's what we're saying. Not, not way, way late. late. Not way late. It was, but, out but of it, was late. It, it was late. It was late. It was a good call. It was a good call. It should have been a flag. And I told Jesse when it happened, you know, because Jesse was like, "Oh, wait, no, he's out of bounds. Like that's gonna be a long field goal." And I was like, "Nope." And then they threw the flag, and I was like, "Yep." And she was like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "That that was late, babe. That was that." It absolutely was late. Um. Can you find the illegal block? Yeah. Uh, well, the illegal block, I'm not going to show you yet, but this is the out-of-bounds play. Um, I, well, the, the calls I'm referring to, though, are those controversial. Like, that's not a controversial call. He was out-of-bounds. He got hit late. That's a 15-yard penalty. It's if you watch the replay, it's watch, the replay ah. watch the replay, he had stepped out-of-bounds, and then he got hit. And if you're the defender, you just don't push him. Like it's not complex. He's he's heading out of bounds. Yeah, but like, what are you going to look get at the defender's him? momentum? He's coming. He through. stuck arms out and pushed him. You just don't do that. Right before he started sticking his arms out right before. Like, but you see, it's late. It's late. Like, like, look, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm no. just I'm just saying I'm just making a side it, for I, those I, cases. Yeah, I'm just saying if you're the defender, you can't make that play. You can't push him. I nah. Well, you don't okay. think it's penalty? No, 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 no. It is, but the like from what like the updates were and like the stuff that I read. It made it seem way worse. Well, it seemed way worse because he that pushed one, him and he went like falling into the bench, yeah. and then the guy that pushed him got hurt. And also, a trainer got pinned between the guy that pushed him and the bench and popped up, and the guy that pushed him was hurt with a knee injury. And I'm like, "You're a bitch." Well, because you see, you see him put his arm up. <laughs> I think up. that guy tore his ACL. <laughs> yeah, bitch. You 58. see him put his arm up, but it's not like he was viciously pushing. Well, it was probably he, he a just bit of an like, acting like, job. Hey, like, also, but all I'm saying, yeah. the reason why I think the Bengals got robbed is penalties, because, penalties. like, okay, yes, that is a good call. No doubt about it. I'm not but saying there that. were other calls, but there were all other calls. Were non calls, non calls where uh, 
late in the game, in these last couple drives, Joe Burrow had a late hit on him. And Joe Burrow essentially threw it, put his arm completely down, had enough time to put his arm completely down and look down the field. And then I don't know who it was, but fucking pushed him down on the ground. Joe Burrow got up, looked around, was like, what the hell? And then, like, nothing ever happened of it. And I know that's football, and that's going to fucking happen. But when yeah. we live in a world with, like, instant replay and everything like that, like, yeah. I mean, there needs to be some type... Like, I, I bring it back to this point. I'm not trying to be, like, an asshole. I'm not trying to... I'm going to try to show you. I'll, I'll pause when it gets to it, Kyle. Um, but it's on this right here. Okay? Okay. And you'll see it, like, right at the bottom. See him fall? Kind of held him. So he pushed him in the back, and you don't really see it from this angle. But when you look at this, when you look at look at the return off of it, this is what it set up. And then when you see the replay, you see just again the tail end of the block in the back. And then it's right here. You see him on on the ground. He's already on the ground, and the guy that's blocking him is behind him. And then and then two plays later, Patrick Mahomes got the call, and so it was a it's a whole big fucking thing. It's twenty five yards worth of penalties that you know. So yeah, my my thing is. Like, hey, you know what? It's this is gonna be a thing in the past because of the same thing with like the Saints and the Rams. Well, no, no. Right? So, so here's my thought process. I feel like the Saints Ram things kind of kickstarted it. It and was then, and one of the worst we've ever seen. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, yeah. that was that was egregious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that was absolutely. The worst call I've ever seen. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's minuscule. <laughs> uh, but all I'm saying is, okay, and I don't, I don't want to like try to get into this type of. No, bring it, baby. Thing where I've talked about it with you and Logan before, but the whole Josh Allen and overtime thing. Uh, I know that's a completely different thing, but we're going to start getting to a point where like, teams are going to start getting like eliminated because of this type of actions. And like, and it, this, this all happened within like a three-minute span of game time. So maybe it was 20 minutes or whatever. But this all happened in this amount of time. And... Like, it's not like this is, like, just Bengals fans going, like, oh, we got robbed. This is, like, the entire nation going, like, holy shit, like, a lot, of, a lot of shit fucking happened that yeah. should not have happened. Yeah. And we're going to get into a point where um, in the playoffs, in the final two minutes of the game, everything is instant replay. Yeah, which Sloppy, is... appreciate you being here, man. We'll which, see you next time. Which is going to get annoying, for sure. Yeah. But, oh, Sloppy asked us a question, too. Well, I mean, I guess he added Cuban Benny, but can you give us some? In, can you give me some insight? It's about. You guys are talking about that. No, they, they're oh. talking about like Broncos right. receivers. Yeah, dynasty. Um, so I think that again, this game came down to one, maybe two, like really blatant. Hey, you missed a call for the Bengals, and you didn't miss calls for the Chiefs. I don't think. The flags that were thrown on the Bengals were like nitpicky, and like I saw people in the same thing where the Mahomes on the Mahomes play where he scrambled out and got pushed out of bounds late, and it's a fifteen yard penalty. People were like, "Oh, well, Trey Hendrickson got held on that play. They didn't call that. Should have been offsetting penalties." Right. You could also make. I watched back the game. There were multiple plays where Chiefs pass rush. The Bengals held on most of the pass rushes by the Chiefs. Yeah, because they just aren't good enough, and that's that's their biggest weakness. So it's fair to make that point. They didn't call a hold on every single pass rush for the Chiefs. Yeah. You know, it, they still got there a lot. 
when they didn't, I feel like half the time it was like a hold that just wasn't called. And it's like, so yeah, they missed holds. They missed a hold for you on a critical play. They missed holds against you for the rest of the game. So like, yeah. it's going to happen. Like you're going to miss that call well, here and there. And my thing too is like, dude, the Chiefs are the Chiefs, dude. And they were down a lot of people, right? They still had they were down to with a tweaked ankle. Or tweaked ankle. Yeah. Tweaked ankle. Um, yeah, they were down three was, wide receivers. They were down their star, uh, star linebacker. It was like Sky Moore MVS, and I don't even know who the third receiver was. Yeah, like, like there's always an excuse for someone to say something about a team winning or losing. But it is what it is, right? Like, like they, yeah, they moved on. The refs... Sometimes make bad calls. Yes. Do you think the NFL's rigged? No, the NFL's not rigged. Uh, I, I, the thing that kind of led into that though, it was like maybe it is rigged, is because the ref that refed this game that didn't call the block, well, he's not like he didn't call it. Like it's his staff, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, pe- people like to blame the head official, like they call all makes the no sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he, they, like the point they made was that he was also the ref for the Super Bowl last year. And there was that like phantom PI call on Logan Wilson on like the last drive. And people were like, oh, shocker, this guy's not calling penalties for the Bengals. And it's like, it's not like he's the one calling all the penalties. Like, he doesn't get yeah. final say on everything. Like, it's just a coincidence, I feel like. Um, but to end out this game, and then maybe we can talk a little bit about officiating in general, is Chiefs obviously off that PI or off the uh, unnecessary roughness get 15 extra yards. Very much more like a, a lot easier of a field goal for Harrison Bucker. He knocks it through. They squib kick. Bengals can't do anything with it. And that's the game, right? And the Bengals fans, I do think, have gripes off of that illegal block in the back that wasn't called. Um, that would have probably forced the Chiefs to try to do something special um, to get that same field goal, um, or the game goes to overtime, and then you know who knows. Um, what what's going to happen there? Um, but it is what it is. I the the point I saw a lot of people trying to make with NFL officiating is that if refs like the refs should be held to a standard, I absolutely agree with that. But people that are trying to make arguments that refs that miss big calls like that should be fined no. that makes no sense to me. No, like no, I, I am, a, I am you all for. You can't see everything, dude. You no. don't have a hundred eyeballs. And I'm all for. And I'm all for if you want to have like they've installed. Like, hey, they have that quick replay ability now, where it's like, hey, the refs aren't sure if that guy caught it or not. You look at one angle in ten seconds in the, the replay booth. Not the refs, like back office. They look and they say that's obviously a, a an incompletion. They can radio in and be like, call it incomplete. And they're like, cool, incomplete pass. We're moving on to the next play. Yeah. Right. I would be fine if they did that on penalties, you know, like, Hey, that's, you obviously missed a block in the back there. Like you need to go back and call that. Like not for the whole game, but then again, it gets into Tim's point where it's like, it's going to get into the point where it will get like that. And it's where it's going to be like the NBA board. Well, and and, and, and it's no, no. The point, the point Tim thinking is like where it's like, only in playoffs, only in the last two. And then you're like changing the rules for certain games for certain time points to where what we can review, what we can't review, what calls you're going to make, what calls you can't. Review. And it's like, OK, you're ruining the integrity of the game because of the first 58 minutes of the game, you couldn't review this. And then the last two minutes of the game, you can review that call. Like, yeah, th- that's that's kind of ruining the whole point of the game. Like refs miss calls. Shit happens. Refs leave the game to the players. Shit happens. Like. 
it's it's just what's gonna fucking happen. Like that's the point. Yeah, my my opinion on it is exactly that shit happens. If the refs make a bad call, they make a bad call. Like it happens, it doesn't matter. Someone's gonna be on the fucking receiving end of it and it's gonna suck for them, but it is what it is. I don't wanna see it to where it turns in every two and a half minutes. There's a fucking two minute delay because they're reviewing a penalty. Yeah, oh, right. but something. but all I'm saying is that like in the regular season, overtime rolls haven't changed, right? You but it's know, just it, playoffs. It's just playoffs. It, like, already went over it. I don't necessarily agree with it. But I, I understand where it's from. But all I'm saying is that, like, at some point in the playoffs, we're going to get to this point where it's like, oh, this team got robbed because of this. Because we're already at the point where we're like, okay, I'm, it's not Josh Allen's fault, but it's just, like, he's the quarterback that it happened to. So I'm just going to say, like, Josh yeah, Allen, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and... I get why it's a thing now, but like soon enough, we're going to get to a point where we're going to be like, okay, we're, we're reviewing like literally every single play to see in any, real time, any penalty in real time, anything within the, that went in, wrong in the last, in the final, like two there, minutes, there would of be the a game. penalty on every play. Yeah. If you reviewed every play, no, and had had, people, no, and exactly. that would never get passed, but well, no, that's to, what I'm saying. It's it like would be in the final two minutes, in the final two minutes, we're reviewing every single and play. Every penalty, every play would have a penalty in the last two minutes. Yes. Holding and offside. Well, false no, start, like, well, that's the thing. Like somehow NFL will induct like a, a ticky tack rule where it's like, okay, if like an offensive lineman is holding and they didn't call it. Cause like most of the time they like get most holding calls, maybe like, they, they 70% miss a, percent of it. a couple, yeah. Yeah, but like when it's big plays like that where it's like a game-changing play where Sky Moore takes the punt, you know, 35 yards damn near into Bengals territory, they're going to be like, we're re-looking that and making sure that like that play is clean. But that's, yeah, it's and that's the thing is it's like when, when, do you dis- when do you call it like that's a big play, we okay. have to look at it so you, it's clean. You, like, you seemed heated you when I said it's going to be like become NBA and you went, whoo, whoo, whoo. I just, I feel like towards no, the end of a game, no. NBA every single fucking possession is a penalty. Wrong. You uh you missed you missed the Lakers Celtics game. Yeah, they they like if you challenge it, there's certain things you can review, certain things you can't review. You can't review if there was a foul, if there wasn't one called. Every single sport has a rule in place to where like replays can't rule the game. Yes. To yes. where like where like games happen, you know, why where players are just playing Giants the sport. and Dodgers. Uh yeah yeah absolutely all right um, but yeah yeah so to go to Cuban Benny's point it's crazy thing about how much uh, the refs in little ways can alter the outcome of a game certain point NFL needs to make them full time employees absolutely they should be full time employees it should be just like the players hey you're only working for six months out of the year but you should be held to that hey we're gonna pay you for the full year we're gonna make sure you know the rules and that you do it well and that's my thing is I, I i i was thinking about it and i was like when people are like oh you missed a call you should be fined kyle if you miss a call are you gonna get Dude, your pay docked because you missed a call they're only human exactly like that's the thing dude i like i understand that the refs get such a bad rap and yeah they do miss a lot of calls and maybe they get fucking bribes underneath the table who Probably knows not but but they're fucking human, dude. Yes. Absolutely. It, it, so, like, I'm not necessarily mad at the refs at, at, like, missing the call. What I'm mad at is that, like, when the game replays and you realize, like, how bad the Bengals got absolutely boned, it's like, you look back at it and you go, like, fuck, how did no one see that? Like, we should have something in place to where someone should see that. Maybe it's, maybe it's a couple more refs. 
Maybe that's maybe that's the only maybe that's the only solution. And, but but hey. I'm, not, I'm not asking for a, a replay. No. for the final two minutes. But maybe yeah. Like, but that's a good suggestion. But like in the playoffs, maybe like not. You like add on two level, more refs. Just just add more refs to like playoff games to to for every single situation. And why not? They have the staff. They're Absolutely. they're they're used they, they're yeah, they used cut. to 16 games yeah. going on per day or per Sunday. Yeah. Or 14. 14. Yeah. So yeah. It, but. Well, in, so when there's only two, you yeah, side, they have why more. wouldn't you like that? More refs? I just don't. You don't. I don't know. Like you, you do the, need them. It, it would be the only sport though where it's like bigger games, more refs. Like no, because now it's like again, you're changing. Yeah, right how now, the biggest games are being yeah, refed. Are you exactly. going to do it for regular season games that have no. big impact on who makes the playoffs? Nope. So then, like, how do you decide what's a big game? Why not? What's not a big game? Like, <laughs> okay, yeah, exactly. But why so, not? So, so why do we change players? Why not? I would argue that season. a wild card round between a two and a seven does not need more refs. Okay, versus so, Bills Chiefs needing more refs. Okay, in the regular so why? Season it's going to out. So why not add in one seed? two more for the regular season? Okay, then that's fine. But I'm saying not just for the playoffs. Okay, well, I think they should they add must two change more. The playoffs for uh, or the overtime rules for regular season two. Yeah, that'd be fine with that. Okay. I, well, I don't have an I issue I completely with that. agree with that. And I think there it should be ties yeah. <laughs> either in the regular season. I yeah. hate that. Well, no matter what, there will be ties. They can't. They can't. No, you can make them keep playing. Yeah. We talked about it. Doing sudden death. Like like college. Yeah. Same if you're, if it's going to be the same rules as you can't tie in the playoffs, why can you tie in the regular season? You can't tie in basketball. You can't tie in, in basketball. basketball. You can't, can't tie in baseball. In hockey, you can't tie. It's either overtime loss or win. You can only tie in soccer. Fuck soccer, dude. Yeah. And even then, you both get one point. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not a point system. It's different. Yeah. So it's not just wins yeah. and losses. So, okay, they should be full time employees. There's, I think it shouldn't be. You miss a call, you get fined. I think it should be. These guys are full time employees. If you're not living up to that standard that the NFL sets, you're not the best of the best. You're missing calls left and right, and they should get be graded. There should be. We have guys that watch every NFL game on Sundays that are referee gurus that are like, oh, I saw this play. The refs got this right. The refs didn't get this right. That's a bad call. That's a good call, whatever. So there's obviously a standard of like these refs know what should be being done. Then you hold those refs every week. Hey, you missed seven calls this week, dude. You're suspended for a, a week. You're suspended yes. for two weeks where someone else filling your shoes. You've missed the so many week, calls last three weeks. You're fired, dude. And then the next week they come back like in and they job. make too many and you go, hey, half of those weren't fucking actual penalties. It's, it's, it's like any job. Hold them accountable. It's not like, oh, Kyle, if you miss a phone call, I'm docking your pay. No, it's like, Kyle, if you're not doing your job, I'm going to hold you to review. And if you still aren't doing your job correctly, I'm going to fire you. I completely agree. And It's I, the same thing. Tim, I think you're onto something. I actually think that would be a good solution is add more refs. If they can't, if they can't see visual penalties, like I'm going to bring it up again, Rams and Saints. I don't know how. I don't know. Nobody it wasn't called. That. I don't know. Like that's the one that makes you think that the NFL's rigged and that refs take bribes because there's no way that the guy's job is to see, all right, my job is backfield, this half of the field. I watch everything that goes on where the ball is at. Yeah, clean play. Yeah, and he runs away. No fucking way. Yeah. So it's there has to be some type of accountability. Yes. For the refs. Yes. Uh, and before we get to Kim Benny's other point about the NBA, Ruffle challenging calls discourage the possibility of losing a timeout. It's like you're penalized if you don't agree with the ref. It's not that like you're penalized if you don't agree with the ref. Otherwise, if there wasn't a penalty to missing the challenge, people would challenge every play. That's Thank the you, problem. Thank you, Ruffle. Yes. That's the problem. It's literally like you have to have 
some sort of if you get it right, you got it right, you get to keep your challenge. If you get it wrong, though, there has to be a punishment. Yeah, you lose a timeout. Yeah, you can't throw 20 f- challenge flags in the first half because you guys are down 17 zip. Exactly. And if you're if being fair, you could throw 20 challenge flags if you get them all right. Just challenge the right plays. Yep. Don't challenge keep, bad plays. Because you keep getting that. Yeah. If you get it back every time. Exactly. So that's, that's, you have to be smart about it. There, should, there has to be a punishment for getting it wrong. Otherwise, they would just challenge every single play. You can only challenge twice unless you get both of them right. Then you can challenge an infinite amount of times. Yes. Ruffle, he is right on that one, bud. Like you, you, unless you, you're getting them wrong, if you get which then you shouldn't right, be throwing a challenge flag. Then you get the additional one. And if you get that one right, then you get an additional if you, one. If you if throw you a flag right, and you, you say, hey, ref, you got one. that wrong and they didn't. Then it's like, why did we stop the game? Why did you stop this team's momentum? You lose the timeout. All, yeah, you have to get in trouble for that. You can challenge infinitely. If you, if get you keep getting them, them right, them all right, you can Ruffle, keep challenging. You have to keep getting them right, and then you can keep challenging otherwise, as long as you get them right. Yeah, but if you get one wrong, then you're yeah. out of them for the half. And that's fair for the game. You get two for the game. Oh, two for the, yeah, two for the two game. For the whole game. Yeah. And I think that's fair. That's wrong. not wrong. You get your challenge back if you get both of them right. I and if it's a max mm, of three, then even then, okay, would, that's then fine. You no, get three a game. If you can challenge yeah, three no, different no, yeah, times, yeah, it's it's only three total. You okay, challenge two. Raffle, I get it. You don't get, need to keep saying the same fucking thing. If you get both thing. right, then you get the third one back. <laughs> that's fair. If you get yeah, but even then, you challenge three times. You challenge three different plays. Like you could swing an entire game on three plays. I think that's absolutely fair. Bro, Kyle keeps saying you can Ruffle, challenge Ruffle, you're on forever. delay. We got the comment. I know, Ruffle, right? I mean, Kyle's just wrong a lot. Yeah, it's what okay. the fucking might? What? <laughs> <laughs> I was the only one that didn't say you can only keep Only a third forever. challenge is given if you are correct about both of the others. Yes, thanks, Cuban. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so we just Again, that's the, but that's the, I'm okay with that. If you get three challenges correct, like you probably swung an outcome of a game. Yeah. No. Most likely. Yeah, it's it's only three. No, that's fair. Well, then why'd you say mo- infinitely? <laughs> I never said that. No, 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 you would never say that. Raffle, what the fuck, dude? It's Cuban, Raffle, thanks for being clear keeping Kyle towards Kyle. Yeah. Let's keep on. Back Kyle, on I called you out wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, dude. I was like, wait, 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 I think he actually might be right, and you called me out, dude. See, so yeah, I, I I still think that three is fine. Again, like if you're gonna be challenging every single play, you can wish for more wishes. You're not wrong, Cuban. Yeah, like you're gonna be challenging every single play. Well, it's just gonna, you've it's seen gonna a make a three-hour game a four-hour game. We're gonna be going on forever on it. it How many? I think have you three run challenges is totally fine. Uh, and other sports, does hockey have a challenge? Yeah. yeah, and it's same deal, right? Um, I think they get two a game. And whether they win it or not, yeah. I think they only get two a game. And I would argue basketball is even harsher. Basketball, you get one challenge. Period. You no, get it right. No, you no, get it no. right. It's over. You got one challenge. Basketball's bullshit. And there's so many more like blatant missed calls in basketball than I think football. Because yes, because of that NHL. point you're making. Um, as of yeah, the but, 2019, but, hold on. But there's also more plays. As of the 2019. I mean, there's a million in basketball. Yeah. As of the 2019-2020 season, the NHL allows coaches to have unlimited challenges. However, if a coach's challenge is unsuccessful, 
Their team receives a two-minute minor penalty for the first time, and every failed challenge after that will result in a four-minute double minor penalty. So just keep throwing challenges if you're willing to be on the short end of a power play. Well, yeah, but then you'll be like on a five-on-three for like six minutes. No, I know, but you could. You don't five on. But maybe you get it one. Right. No, <laughs> throw another one. No, so it'll be five on three, but then they'll extend it every time. Yeah. So it'll be five on three max. For twenty but minutes. For, yeah, for, yeah, for twenty <laughs> minutes. You got it wrong once, but no, I still think I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I actually throw want to double down on the same play. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, um, okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, I would argue that basketball probably has it worse because it's literally you get one challenge for an entire forty-eight minute game. If you get it right, that's it. Not, ooh, Ruffle, you're an idiot, <laughs> dude. You're a goddamn motherfucker. Um, but the only the only calls that can be challenged are offsides and goalie interference. Yeah, NHL. So yeah, and that's and that's again, it's like the thing with the NFL. There's only certain things you can challenge. You can't challenge a penalty, <laughs> right? In basketball, you can't challenge if a call was a foul when it wasn't called a foul. You can challenge it wasn't a foul when it was called one. You know, like there's there's certain things you can do in each one. So it's it's I, I just think we kind of think Tim nailed it. Yeah. Add more refs for every game. I wouldn't have an argument with that. Get more eyes out there. And here's the thing. Get more eyes out there. Maybe someone throws a flag and the other three refs, three other refs are like, hey, no, that was not a penalty. And they're like, all right, cool. Wasn't a penalty then. Sorry. Yeah, majority decision. Yeah. What like you that's what, how they there, do calls anyways. And, and you, yeah, a lot of times you, it's, you, you can like only flag, have a say. Right? Yeah, there's no call for false start. There's no call for this. There's yeah. no yeah. call for this. Like, hey, that was not a penalty. We picked up the flag. It is what it is. Right. Yeah. You still can't review everything. It is what it is. It is unfortunate that that's how the game ended with, you know, a missed call here, you know, but a missed call there that went in one team's favor. Um, I, I don't really know. Like People are like, oh, no, the NFL wins with the Chiefs being there. Do they? I would argue more people are Joe Burrow fans than Patrick Mahomes fans. People, There are people that hate Patrick Mahomes. No one that, hates Joe Burrow. Yeah, there is. No one hates Joe Burrow. I, I, I would talk say, to him. I would say Chiefs and, and Eagles is a pretty big game. I think it's a huge game. you got the Battle of the Kelsey brothers, and you have Andy Reid. The whole no, and and I and I get it absolutely. It's, yeah, it. absolutely. I understand completely. But I think that more people that are impart that are impartial or partial, or whatever, would rather see the Bengals in there than mm. the Chiefs. Like, mm. unless you're a Chiefs fan, I mean, like, I wanted to see the Bengals. Yeah, I wanted to see the Bengals. I wanted Bengals and Eagles. I don't want the Chiefs in another fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, but. If I'm being real, dude, I think Chiefs and Eagles is is the better matchup. No, I understand that. With the Chiefs, we're getting into the Patriots territory here where it's just like every year. And then everyone's going to hate the Chiefs. That's not a Chiefs fan. Yeah, but I feel like we're old enough now to just respect it. We are, but the next generation of football fans aren't. All the high schoolers right now are just like, And that's why they switched to YouTube for streaming Red Zone and Sunday Ticket. To get younger people watching the games. And then you're going to be people that hate the Chiefs because it's always Patrick Mahomes. Because they're always going to be the team that beats their team. And this is budding to be Mahomes. Mahomes and Burrow is budding to be Brady Manning in the AFC. Probably going to play in the championship most of the time. I don't see. I don't, th- I, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true at all. Like, because so how many think, times do you think it will be Tom Brady? No, I'm saying it's budding to be a rivalry that every. No, I'm, I'm not saying they're going to be the same players and it's going to be the same matchups. I'm saying it's budding to be a you rivalry. Literally, you literally just said that Patrick Mahomes I, looks like Tom Brady. That is not and what that I said. <laughs> looks like Joe Burrow. <laughs> and 
that they're going to play each other all the time. That's word for what I said. That you can take it from Tim. Uh, <laughs> Quote unquote, dude. So I think this is budding to be literally like every season. I think they should schedule Chiefs Bengals every regular season. And they're probably gonna end up playing in playoffs every year, if not every year, because you know someone gets bounced a little early than you expected. Yeah. But like it's back to back AFC championships. No, but I agree. Like it, it's just one of those things where like it's budding to be that rivalry that everyone's like you can at least look forward to Dude, a good matchup between the Bengals and the Chiefs every year. Josh Allen isn't the guy. It's false. Josh Allen is really good. Uh, I think it's the system, but the AFC in general. Mm. And I hope I hope with Herbert there and a new offensive coordinator that he's going to be thrown in the conversation, and it's going to be maybe the Chargers are in that conversation, and it's not just Chiefs and Bengals every year, but those two teams are two teams you want to see play each other. <laughs> you have to play Patrick Mahomes every year. Oh man! Yeah, twice. Remember at the beginning of the season when you guys were like, "Chiefs aren't going to be good." Yeah, I was. <laughs> I took him third. I was hoping. I was took him third. I also took him third. Hey, oh, I said. Oh man! I said them losing to You guys said the Raiders were going to be really. <laughs> we did. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll give you the laugh. I'll give you the laugh. That's the deserved Jeff, laugh. I'm sorry, but they said that the. And Raiders are going to be better than Chiefs. Yeah. I said I think the Chiefs. I put will Chiefs take... Chargers. Then I put Broncos Raiders. So I got that one mixed up. Wow, Tim, you fucking idiot, dude. We yeah, both I had know. the Broncos in last. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Kyle, you fucking asshole, dude. I hate you. I will never fist bump you ever again. I was I will, no, I no, was, you were. He grabbed my no, wrist. No, 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 no. That's he bullshit. grabbed my wrist. I will not believe it. He grabbed my wrist, bro. <laughs> he recognized no, hey, how, no, how, hey, how He torched no. the shit out of you. <laughs> no. But I was going to fist bump no, you. No, I don't believe and it. And then he grabbed Kyle, it. we're enemies now. <laughs> we're enemies now. Dude, I'm like... I'm like the you come home you no, see your girlfriend care. cheating but then you don't get care. mad at the other guy. No, don't care, dude. I'll never be mad at him. He's the girlfriend that <laughs> <laughs> he's the girlfriend that cheated on you. I'm don't the care. guy that did it, and you're mad at me. Dude. Why would you do that to me? <laughs> I trusted you. <laughs> I was coming. You dude. think I trusted Tim ever? <laughs> that, I was that coming, is fair. dude. That's a good point. You can't trust me. <laughs> All right, we'll have it on the record. Tim grabbed my wrist. Anyway. Um, no, I do think though that Mahomes and Burrow will be the next rivalry. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a think huge rivalry because the AFC is just so tough. Isn't it? But between Burrow and Mahomes, I I don't think any of the other quarterbacks are better than them too. I would put Mahomes then Burrow. Above I want Allen I want to see I want to see else. Herbert with a better offensive coordinator. I want to see Josh Allen in maybe a different system. I'm not saying that's going to make them better. I just want to see it. It's my same argument with Lamar Jackson. It's like I want to see it before I make any decisions yeah. on like they're not a good quarterback they're not as good as this person i want to see them with a like a fair chance like Patrick mahomes has the best system to fucking play in well you know? and so that's to also attest to this because tim was calling it out and i did say i was like hey i think the chiefs are still going to have a winning season i just thought they were gonna be third because i said hey them losing tyreek hill i think that's two or three games that they lose so in my opinion then if what i said was correct they would have went 16 and 1 or 17 and 0 with Tyreek Hill. Now, which I would don't, not have happened. <laughs> yeah, which not would would not have happened. However, They'd probably beat the Bills though. In that this game. was also, which is it's weird to think of and weird to talk about, but this is technically kind of the Chiefs' rebuild season. They they had Kelsey and that was it. They didn't have any other they they, they, had, they, replace, they had the most rookies. They replaced starting. Tyreek Hill. 
just in him in himself. They replaced Tyreek with Hill Juju. with Juju, Sky Moore, and MVS, which are and then traded for Kadarius Tony, and then traded and, for Kadarius Tony, and they're in the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, like that. That is ridiculous. And at running back, he they will be had, Cuban, and then he'll lose to Pacheco and Patrick Mahomes. No, they had Ch oh. last year. No, yeah, yeah. So last year was like Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Yep. They drafted him high. He's going to be good. Not Jamal Williams. Um, I forgot who their other one was, but it was it was really it was like Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Le'Veon Bell for a bit. Yeah, but that was like uh, that was two years ago. Back I'm thinking of. But and I I know who you're talking about too. I just yeah. Oh, it was Clyde Edwards-Helaire. There was another one. Pacheco. No, no, no. Last year. Because they drafted Pacheco this year, I'm talking last year they had two, and it was really Clyde Edwards Hilaire, But then it was like one. And the other, other guy was like a, a, a decent. Oh god damn it! And then this year it was like, okay, we're going. It's just Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Like that's who really is the guy. And then they ditched him for a seventh round draft pick, and they still produced. Yep, yeah, because Pacheco and McKinnon were great for them at the end of the season and in the postseason so far. Between the two running back duos, they've been great. And then wide receivers, it doesn't matter because Mahomes makes it happen with whoever they have, plus Kelsey. Yeah. Like, Kelsey, block. Okay, it's going to be hard to think of him as the best tight end Darryl of all Williams. times. Darrell Williams. There we go. But it's going to be hard to think of him. Darryl, not Darryl. Got me on that. It's one L, not two. So that makes the difference. But it, So it's, it's going to be to where I think – Travis Kelsey has a very high chance of becoming the best tight end in history. Yeah. However, he's just a fu- he, he's a he's a receiver. He's a big receiver. He's not, I think, the overall best tight end because he doesn't block. He just fucking That's play, false. he plays the ball. He does block. I don't think he blocks as good as other tight ends. I'm not saying three. he's the best blocking tight end, but no. he's a good blocking tight okay. end. You, you say okay, you so saying he doesn't he, block. He's okay. the okay. best pass catching okay. tight end, and like and he uses like a middle of the road blocker that makes you the best tight end. To be fair, like you know, Gronk wasn't like an amazing blocker. Like he was good. He he was he was pretty damn good at blocking. And so was Travis Kelsey. Like he's not George Kittle. Yeah. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. I think Gronk would be a. I think Gronk was a better blocker than Travis Kelsey. But Travis Kelsey is a better receiver than Gronk. I would argue. He runs better routes. Which yes. I talked about this today, and I agree. I still think Gronk was the most dominant tight end that's ever played the game. Not necessarily the best of all time, but he was the mm, most. Kelsey's dominant. got okay. a record for most receptions in a playoff game. Period, though. I would. I argue still think Gronk dominant. was the most dominant. He had a four touchdown game this season. Yeah, did Gronk because, do that? Yeah, ever? That's, yeah, that's because there was nobody else. So he had Kelsey. Yes, yeah, so you would think other people throw they would like double him, right? But they don't. That's the problem. That's the problem with defenses. They don't understand. Hey, they got nobody else. I should probably double team their best. Second best player no, on see, offense. No, so here's the thing about the Chiefs is that they're very fucking smart. Andy Reid is like fucking is Andy, very, Andy very Reed, smart. Dude, he's my favorite coach of all time. He's like he's Easily. like, oh hey, so I have Travis Kelsey. So what should I do? What should I do? Any suggestions? Any suggestions? No. Guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna grab Kadarius Tony <laughs> off the Giants because guess what? That guy can run very fast. I got MBS from the Packers. He can, go he can run very fucking fast. And then, oh, I want to draft Sky Moore, who can also run really fucking fast. And I'm going to throw three wide receivers fucking anywhere on the field. And then guess what? Their DBs on any team are going to be like, I'm lost. They're going to look at their... They're going to look I'm at their, going to get burnt. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm lost. They're looking at the defensive coordinator. I'm lost. And then all of a sudden, Travis Kelsey's running across the fucking field yeah. for 50. And, and to me, the difference, too, is... So I, I already said, like, Travis Kelsey's better route runner. 
Gronk to me was just more physical. Like he'd catch a ball, yes, and it would take he was, four people to tackle. He was bigger, and he was just Travis more Travis Kelsey will shake a corner. Yes, that's ridiculous. It the is. guy that big can break a corner's ankles. Well, see, but Gronk that was, would run him over. Yeah, and yeah but the that was the conversation. That was the conversation though about Kittle and Kelsey. Was okay. Well, Kittle is the number one tight end because he's more well rounded because he's better at blocking. And being able to still get open. As a Kelsey, yeah, he can block, but he's more of a wide receiver, can get open and get those yards and get the touchdowns. So he's a bigger playmaker for your team. That's all I was saying. Is Yes, uh, I will retract my words of saying that he doesn't block because he can still block. No, that's fair. I, I understand um, but, but I'm saying I think respectfully – Kelsey will go down as the greatest head in history, passing up Tony Gonzalez or Gronk or whoever you want to think of. But I still think Gronk was the most dominant. Like, Gronk in his absolute prime was literally unstoppable. Like, there was nothing you could do to stop Gronk. He was too big, too powerful, and he would get open. I feel except like nothing right now. Except Kelsey, when he's playing Kelsey's defense. The same exact well, that's story. Right. Except when he, he's playing he defense, then he'll get anybody. fucking shook by anybody on the Dolphins to be able to lose the game. But Kelsey, yeah, he's just he's more agile. So I, I can see your guys' argument as well is because, yeah, Gronk, like you said, would just power his way through it as where Kelsey just gets open because he's more agile. Yes, more gets open. And he, he's, got, he's got, I think, so that's like, fair catching argument. wise, fair they argument. both have the same like catching ability. I haven't seen either of them make a catch that I'm like, oh, Gronk could make that catch. Oh, Kelsey couldn't make that catch. Like they, they both do that. They're both mismatches for linebackers and tight ends. I, I would say Gronk was a better blocker than Kelsey. I would agree with that. But then again, Kelsey's a better route runner, more shifty. Yeah. Um, to me, it's like the numbers Kelsey puts up. And I mean, again, and they are ridiculous. Yeah. They are ridiculous. Like touchdown wise, just reception wise, That's yards wise, absolutely. All right. Got into a long conversation about tight ends there. We did, but that uh, kind of wraps it up for that game. That wraps up for that game. A hundred percent. Jesus fucking Christ. Hundred percent. Um. You say inside the 20, I say Gronk all day. I would argue you can just take Travis Kelsey the same because Travis Kelsey catches the ball at the six-yard line and makes three guys miss and then gets into the end zone. And then Gronk, Gronk would drag three guys into the end zone. Right. But they're both scoring. <laughs> like, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, Kelsey's utilized better than Gronk because Andy Reid's yes. probably a, Andy Reid's a better offensive coach than Belichick. All right, guys. That offensive. is going to wrap it up for our conference championships recap um, everything football it was it was it was very football focused we had yes. other plans for this episode Dude, but uh yeah we're, we're just gonna, gonna we'll, go deep dive thursday nhl and yeah thursday is going to be obviously hot takes the, when we talk about uh, it. thursday is obviously gonna be the free-for-all and if you're listening to this podcast and if you want to check that out it will be posted this week however you can also check us out on twitch.tv slash totally talking sports we're going to go ahead and get into our boo and busts and then wrap it up for the for just the episode. Um, but uh, I've got when three and back. one. I've got two and two. I came up with a second one just now. Um, I, I, I could technically have two and two, but I, I kind of want three and three. Three and one. Three and one. Uh, <laughs> that would be a lot. <laughs> we used to do that. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna stick with my two and two. I don't love my second bust, or my it'll be it'll be my first bust. But that's what I'm saying. Like my second bust, I'm not super happy about. But to I be have fair, a third boom. To be fair, we did this on Thursday, so we only have like four days to come up with two new booms, two new busts. Me and you, dude, we're killing it. We've been grinding. Yeah, uh, I hope you guys realize that. Yeah, we've been fucking grinding for. We've been grinding. We've been grinding, and if you guys love us. 
Uh, you'll send us some bits. 30 bits. Bitties for our titties. Yeah, send us 30 bits. Um, yeah. And we're going to be obviously doing a huge Super Bowl stream on Tuesday of next week. And then Thursday, probably doing like a trade deadline kind of moves that were made because that will be the trade deadline and we'll see all the big moves that were made. Yep. Um, and then anything else NHL wise that we missed, any Super Bowl stuff we missed. Uh, before we get into anything though, I'm going to shout out my uh, my manager, Bree. Uh, early boom to her. Uh, did tell us about this earlier today and she's very excited for it. And maybe you guys will be too. Uh, Lucha Dwarfinators, uh, Midget Mayhem at its finest this Sunday downtown. Um, just midget wrestling. I've been to it with my cousin. It's electric. I imagine it we is. We should go there. And it's this people. Sunday night. Interview some midgets. And then that would be so good for Twitch or for TikTok. If we're interviewing midget wrestlers for our TikTok. They'll pick you up, is what my manager said. Like They'll, they'll lift you because they're strong. Probably not me. I, don't, I, I but doubt it. I know, but that would be so good for TikTok. If it, would, it would be very good. I'll let them hit me with a fucking... Five star frog splash, dude, off the top turnbuckle. What time is it on Sunday? I'll look. Um, I just thought it was great because she sent that in our group chat for work. Um, it, it does not say a time on this. Well, so, Ooh, doors open 7 p.m., show starts at 8. Have to be 21 that? or older. I, I don't know if I can be. Where is it? Like Silver Legacy? That's where I saw it. Uh, Virginia Street Brew House. Oh, we're talking bottom tier. Yeah. <laughs> Just in the middle of a bar. <laughs> yeah. That's... Yeah. Drinks be great, though. I might just go by myself, boys, and Dude, then that's get, the old... get, us, get us some interviews. That's the old knitting factory. Yes. I mean, I, I understand the that's midgets, pretty bad. but how big is that ring? <laughs> it doesn't matter. I don't know how that's possible. Probably half. No, no, no. I've, I've, been, I've been in there. Yeah, it's not big. No, it's big enough. The new factory is tiny, yeah, dude. Yeah, but it's big enough. Big enough. And then Raffle has a major bust for Super Bowl merch when we get to bus. Tim has three and one. I have two and two. Kyle I've has. got three and one. All right, so you guys go first. You, you decide who has first boom. Okay. Um, I'll kick it off. Um, David Wise. Um, he's a oh. Reno native uh, who won his fifth gold medal at the X Games. Uh, booming to you, my guy. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Performing, dude. What Performing. Event? Uh, it's uh, Summer with Snow. I think it's snowboarding. <laughs> Summer with Snow yeah. in the Winter Olympics, Tim. I have, I have something. It was X Games. I didn't say Winter Olympics. Damn. I'm <laughs> retarded, guys. Yeah, dude. Thank you. I know because I have an X Game boom, boom in here. I said Winter Olympics. Yeah. Uh, okay. Mine's going to be the Wizards. For Magic Wizards for or Basketball Wizards? Basketball Wizards. Okay. Because it's statistically significant. Big bump. Boom. They won a basketball game in San Antonio. Booming. Last time they did that? December of 1999. Jesus Christ. I had just <laughs> been born. It has been 8,451 days since the Washington Wizards last won in San Antonio. Which was in December of 1999. So, boom into your wizards. You finally did it. <laughs> Fuck okay, yeah. first off, yeah, fat boom. I mean, to be fair, they probably play them like once a year in San Antonio. But going Still, 24 years. That's the 23 thing. 23 years. That's the thing. Like, not once on like a wow. bad night. Timmy, Timmy and Tony and Ginobili are all sitting. Just still can't get a win? 
Nope. Probably not. It's the Wizards. Wish A Rob was here. Fuck you, A Rob. Uh, not really. Wish Torched. you were here. But. Torched. I haven't seen A Rob in a while. Um, skiing half pipe. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first win since 2018. That's fucking nice. Sick. So four before that. So boom. Hell yeah. All right. Kyle, second boom. Uh, Mr. Beast. Oh, yeah. Uh, YouTube star, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, he's only 24. Blew my mind. He's only 24? Only 24, dude. And he makes fucking millions of dollars, and I watched a thing on him. I used to not like him, because I was like, okay, dude, this guy just gives away money. Hated him, because he's jealous. Be- yes. 100%. 100%. That's where it comes from. Earlier. Um, but I remember uh, the first, like, real big sponsorship slash promotion for him was, hey, uh, we want to give you, you know, $5,000 to go give to somebody that's homeless. And he said, I'll only do it if it's $10,000. He goes, and I won't keep any of it. I just think it'd be a bigger advertisement to say $10,000 instead of five to a homeless person. And that's what, like, really kicked off his whole thing. Well, Mr. Beast, uh, he's been giving out tons of money. He makes a lot of money, and his net worth is very high. But in an interview, they were asking about it, and they're like, hey, you know, so how much, you know, are you a fucking multimillionaire, multi-billionaire? And he goes, I spend millions of dollars every month to make the content. He goes, so, he goes, I'm, I'm living okay. He goes, but I'm not this fucking billionaire that thinks because I spend so much money to make it happen. Yeah. The reason why he's a boom, Logan over here has been covering his eyes the whole time. YouTube oh, star, yeah, Mr. Beast, helps 1,000 blind people see again by paying for their cataract surgeries. Um, there's no real estimate on it or, like, accurate number, but the estimated amount of money that he spent on this to happen was $5 million. Yeah. $5,000 per eye is what they were saying. They're like, maybe it was a two-for-one, um, but, yeah. It's fair. $5,000 per person. Spent $5 million to help 1,000 people. Yeah, see. I'm sure he got, like, a discount because he was like, I'll bring 1,000 people. Yes, like, exactly. Like, all right, we'll cut it in half. You like, know, I'll but, take a $5 million payday. Dude, but, I mean, if it's $2 million, $1 million, it doesn't matter how much he's worth. That's crazy, dude. That's that's the thing. That's crazy. Out of all the YouTube and really social media like content creators, and it's like he has one of the biggest followings. He gets the most views on every one of his videos. He's not involved in like really any controversy that I'm aware of. Nope. The only thing that TikTok I, Cuban. Oh yeah, uh, Cuban uh, TikTok instead of Twitch for the midget wrestler interviews because TikTok videos are shorter. Yeah, shorter people, shorter interviews. Um, so fucking <laughs> fucking George, dude. So yeah, he, he doesn't uh he doesn't get in like any trouble, I feel like. But he <laughs> Do you do you watch those videos on TikTok of like the intros of all the midget wrestlers? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen those? Yeah, micro wrestling. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you know psycho. <laughs> yeah, that's my fucking favorite guy right there. Absolutely <laughs> annihilated that person. Um so but yeah, the point is like he doesn't get in any trouble ever. I feel like the only controversy I ever see is like people that no that's longer true, work Ruffle. for him. And it's like, oh, well, that person no longer works for him. It's like, well, are they going to say bad things because he was bad to work for? Because they don't work for him anymore. They want to give. Like, you never know. Other than that, he's not involved in any controversy. Like you said, he spends more money than he makes. Well, not more than he makes. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. He spends more than anybody else on he's his He's living content, comfortably, dude. And he's doing it to give to other people. He's not doing it to do some extravagant thing. I brought my yeah. friends to this. It's like, hey, I would you rather have? Would you rather have $1,000 or give somebody random $10,000? Exactly. And then when they pick, yeah, I'll give somebody $10,000. Here's $10,000. He gives them $10,000 as well. Yeah. Like, Mr. Beast is the guy, dude. Yeah, doesn't he have a, have a home, sleeps in the studio? I don't doubt it. Again, it's literally he's, he understands what he needs to live. He's not going to be living some rich 
multi-million lifestyle. Boom, I've dude. never understood that anyways, where it's like, I have all this money, I'm going to buy six homes, and they're all going to have 12 bedrooms. It's like, that's ridiculous. You don't need that much money. So yeah, I love that boom, Kyle. I absolutely yeah. love that boom. Timmy, second boom. Uh, Mark McMorris. Mark McMorris. Snowboarder. Too many M's in his name. Breaks Winter X Games medal record. Uh, Canadian snowboarder Mark McMorris broke his tie with American Jamie Anderson for the most Winter X Games medals across all um, sites. They call it the sites of the game. So he, yeah, yeah, all of his that he's competed in, earning his 22nd medal, uh, which was a slope-style gold in Aspen, Colorado, um, which was crazy. It happened in his final run. He hit back-to-back 1620s. Look, dude, I don't know what that means, but it sounds fucking 1620, cool. 1620, dude. What's a 360, 720? 1080, 1440. One more? One four, half more. Four and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half. Uh, which is crazy. Um, so good Lost for months. Mark McMorris uh, breaking the fucking record. Yeah, it's huge. He's got 22 X Games medals, which is the most all time. Damn, man. There you go. Didn't even realize Winter X Games were going on right now. Yeah, that's a boom. Uh, last weekend, or this last. Didn't week. know they happened just now. Yeah. I missed that completely. Yeah, so instead of watching the Eagles Niners games, me we're and Jesse were watching the X Games, and then we went shopping. Uh, and it was because it was the Niners, and not. And the game look, got out of hand. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. Uh, Raffle, nothing to take away from the Eagles, but like I just hate the Niners so much. I just assumed that the Eagles are just gonna roll house. Yeah, it's very nice. Okay, okay. My first boom, and only. Nope, I have two and two. Prove it. Okay, my first boom <laughs> uh, is LeBron. Uh, this is unrelated to everything that happened in the Celtics Lakers game, but. LeBron is the first player in the history of the NBA to have 130-point games for three different franchises. Jesus. Wait, what? First player in NBA history Christ. to have 130-point games. You understand what I mean by that? Because it sounds like... No, it sounds like it could be like 130-point games. <laughs> I'm just making sure here. <laughs> Go ahead. For three different franchises. What's the best part about 28-year-olds? There's 20 of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Same thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you thought I was going to do it, too. I did. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that's that's a level of sustained greatness that I don't know when we're going to see again in the NBA. Uh, playing for three different franchises, he's won a ring with three different franchises. That level of play... At this point, he's in his 20th season. He's 38 years old. He's averaging over 30 points. Like, we're not... I, I don't know how long it's going to be before we see this again. And he's not just doing it shooting threes, either. It's, yeah, it's, it's not just 10 threes. Yeah. It's, no, yeah, he, no, he's dominating He's games. muscling, yes. yeah. And he's still getting good rebound numbers, good assists. He's averaging, like, probably eight rebounds a game still. He like, got a triple-double tonight. Yeah, he's 38 years old. His, the numbers that he is putting up are absolutely fucking ridiculous. The fact that that is the stat, 100... 30-point games, which is stupid. That's, you know, like, it's more than a whole season. It's a season and a half, almost, of of 30-point games. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. This season, he's averaging 30 points per game with uh, eight and a half rebounds and seven assists. He's 38 <clears throat> years old. That's stupid numbers. 
boom yeah. and LeBron. Yeah. I agree. What's your final boom? Third and final boom. It's between I have kind of an almost an honorable mention. Um Okay, I'll go with this one. Um have you guys been seeing the commercials for corporate underwear? No. No. No? So uh they're advertising like pretty much boxer briefs but for girls and guys and then the most comfortable, yada yada yada. Well no, on their Twitter You can try to give them a sponsor? Yeah, on the Twitter, uh, Ghost with the Soul, that's the username, said, why would I pay $26 when I can go to Dollar General? Well, Culprit replied and tagged them and said, you should only buy underwear from Dollar General if you have Dollar Genitals. <laughs> nice! <laughs> Absolutely fucking torched. <laughs> oh, um, Culprit underwear, I might buy a pair just because of that fucking burn, dude. No, oh my God. Yeah. That's a sick fucking yeah. burn. That that yeah, I, I feel like I should buy a pair for that. Timmy, before you say your next boom, uh Q Benny, to the LeBron point of that is a record that record is is a thing because historically players that good don't usually ring chase multiple teams. So I understand, but also just playing for three different teams is not does not equate ring chasing. Also, when you ring chase, you don't go to the Lakers with you nobody. also you also <laughs> usually don't ring chase and then win for every team. And also, he ring chased, like, you could say he ring chased as the leader of those teams. So he was the reason people came to play for that team to win a ring. All right, Cuban, come on. Cuban, Benny, dude. You look dumb right now. <laughs> All right, uh, my Indian final Westbrook or nobody? Is going to be Ricky Fowler. They came to play with him in LA. Tied for 11th. Tied for 11th, which is great. That's not the, that, that's not the reason. Okay. I like it. Ricky Fowler. You know, I must pretend we're in there. Last this last season, he was so bad, and I went through it every single time. He was not even slightly good. Not even slightly good. But guess what? Guess what that title eleven did for him? It got him back in the top one hundred of the official yes, world golf ranking yeah. since the American Express, which was this last weekend last year. So it's been over a year since he's been in the top one hundred of the official world golf ranking, and he's there again. He's at ninety. Something I and, think he's at ninety nine. And, and and how much credit as your number as his number? I would like Look, to I believe you, you are I, the number I told one fan. You guys, I told you guys that he was swing. He was changing his swing. He was doing all this. He got a new coach, right? Got a, no, no back swing. to his old coach, Butch Harmon. Okay. No, no. So that's what I was about to say. You, as and I would I would honestly say this with actual sincerity. <laughs> you're probably his number one fan in the world. Other you than get family, sw- you should get swag. Bags. Other than family or like direct friends, you're probably his number one fan. And I was going to say, do you think it is truly because he went back to his old swing coach? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. He's back to he who changed, he used he, to be. So like he tried to change like the plane that he <laughs> yes, swings upon. He tried to change his swing. Like Ruffle, I didn't even know you had a wife. <laughs> uh, change the plane of his swing. And now, sorry, I got, I got distracted when you when you mentioned Raffle because I love Raffle and I love hearing what he has to say. Um, so he changed that, and then what happened? What I think happened is that um, when you like as a golfer, when you change your swing, it's like one of the hardest things in the entire world. Because like, yeah. I've I've tried to like like fix my swing and like mm, no. I guess I'll just fucking shank one out of like 20 and then like most of them are going to be good. 
instead of trying to perfect it, right? Yeah, because you have to consciously think about it. And um, when you think about it is when you overthink and then you fuck it up. But now he's doing the same thing he used to do. And, oh, dude, I don't... And, like, the whole thing with him changing his swing was that, like, oh, hey, it's going to, like, fuck up his elbows and his back when he's, like, fucking, you know, I don't know, 40, 45. Like, I don't give a shit, dude. Give me, Give me a Ricky Fowler fucking major and I'm coming everywhere coming everywhere yeah um and he played really good um he's back in the top 100 um he's got he's not playing this weekend in um the at&t pebble beach pro-am uh but he is going to be playing in the waste management phoenix open which is going to have a lot of indication on whether or not he can get back into the players which he's already won um he's already won the players but that's like Essentially, the first major. It's not a major, but like that is the first major. And if he does good at the waste management, he might be able to get into the players. And I just I want to see him in the players so hyped up, bad. Yeah. Hey, uh, true or false? Uh, do you think Josh Allen really skips the Pro Bowl to play the Pro Am? One hundred percent. Why? Why, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you call would out of work and go play golf? <laughs> All day, <laughs> especially All day. I I think it's even. I would it would convince me even more to do it when I know Tyler Huntley and Derek Carr are the replacements. Yes. When I know those are the guys that are replacing me, I'd be like, dude, that's hilarious. I'm actually I'm absolutely gonna go play yeah. a couple rounds of golf. So you're saying I was the best, and then you're saying two and three were Derek Carr and Huntley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'll, I'm gonna I'll go, go play yeah, I'm gonna yeah, go, I'll go over there. Um well and to your point, Tim, about like changing planes and how that's like one of the I would say that's one of the hardest things like in sports. Like to change the plane, like how you're swinging. Because in golf, I feel like when you're changing your swing, you can't practice it as much because you're usually swinging pretty close to 100% and well, and that, every and that, time, like, right? That's all you're practicing. And then like when you go out to an actual tournament, you're like, okay, so like maybe the first two holes, you you try to replicate that. And then you're like, oh, shit's not working. You're go back. Go back to what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah, and it takes a millimeter. Yes. Of difference to fuck up your game. Yeah, and and the first thing I thought about was like basketball when a player changes like their shooting form, like Lonzo had to do. You know, it's like man, that's an ugly ass. It's not going to work in the NBA. You have to change the release point. You have to change the angle on it. But in basketball, it's not the same exertion. Like you can take a thousand shots. It's not the same as taking a hundred swings in golf. Yeah. Like yeah, you put up a thousand shots, and that's a lot of shots. Your shoulder's going to feel it afterwards. You take a hundred swings. You're gonna be like fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna be like, I am done today. Like no, I, I can't true. keep going. You can't do and then the next day in basketball, you can go take another several hundred shots. Yeah. You cannot swing a hundred times in golf and then be like, tomorrow I'm gonna go swing a hundred no, times. No, I won't be able to breathe. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, I think it's it's one of the hardest things I would imagine. Like changing your entire form. And then like you guys said, that's not even including the mental aspect of it. Exactly. Because that that's what I was gonna say is that you just yeah, you because you have to consciously break the muscle memory mm-hmm. when you're doing a swing. And you have to think of, hold on, I'm not supposed to do that. I'm not supposed to go back as far. I'm supposed to hold it this way. I'm supposed to tweak it. I'm supposed, I'm supposed to lock my elbows. I'm supposed to hold my chest out. I'm supposed to do this. And then by then, you're overthinking it. Some of my best shots in golf come from when I just fucking tee up my ball, don't take a practice swing, walk up, and I hit it within less than five seconds. Those are my best shots. Yeah. Because when I'm sitting there for 10 seconds and I'm going, okay, hold on, make sure your pinkies are right there. Make sure your chest is out. You got everything locked. All right, don't go back too far. And you're thinking about it as you're swinging. 
hope I don't go too far. Oh, you went too far. Oh, and then you swing it, and now I'm fucking 40 yards to the right. And I'm like, God fucking damn it, dude. Yeah. Golf is easily... I tell people all the time, I, I think I'm very athletic. I've never been amazing at one sport, but I've been pretty decent at every sport that I've ever played, mm. right? Except maybe soccer. I just haven't played it enough, haven't gotten down to it. A lot it. of running. In golf, it's the same thing where I've never played a sport that's been more frustrating than golf because when I'm shooting threes in basketball, you know, I shoot it, I shoot it, I shoot it, and I'm consistently one way, right? I'll probably make two out of every 15 three, like, like three-point shots. I'm not super accurate, but every now and then I get it down, but nothing ever changes. In golf, I'll hit six holes. The drives were perfect. And then for the next 12, I can't hit one straight to save my fucking life, and yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Golf is so frustrating. Yeah, absolutely. I love okay. it. My second. Your, your swing does change. <laughs> Dude, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know how to fix it. Right. I don't know either. My, uh, my second boom is going to be Antoine Davis. So Antoine Davis having a great career in college basketball. I uh, plays for like the University of Detroit, Detroit University or whatever, and the kid shoots threes like a fucking maniac. Okay, like that's all he does is shoot threes. So he had a game recently. He dropped twenty nine points on ten of twenty one shooting, which is not amazing. Like it was good. Twenty nine points in college is like a good number to hit. Um, took twenty one shots though, and you're like, man, that's a lot of shooting. Uh, he shot. Nine of eleven from deep. God damn! He shot one of ten from two. Nine of eleven make a wish. Nice. He became the first player in the history of college basketball to shoot over eighty percent from three, while also shooting under twenty percent from two. <laughs> on first ten time attempts. Chatter. On ten attempts from each. Literally, Batman. One, two, three. Uh, opinion on the Chargers. Uh, keep it still. Hey, let us get through yeah, we're, we got, we're uh, our boo and bus, and we'll we'll get to you real quick. Yeah. Hey, drop yes. a fall, though. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's uh, electric. Give us five minutes. That's electric. Uh, all he does is shoot threes. I think he literally is going to find a spot in the NBA just as a three-point sharpshooter. Can he do anything else? Love it. Love it. Literally, Batman. Appreciate you. But no, literally. Like, <laughs> literally. Literally. <laughs> yeah. All he does is shoot threes. That's got to earn him a spot in the NBA. Yeah, just As pass just, it out. He shoots I don't, it. I don't well, hear me sixth off the bench. If I need a three, I'm going to that kid. Yeah. If he's open, it's probably going in. Yep. Love that for him. Kyle first and only. <sighs> this bust. was almost a boom, but I'll explain why it's a bust. Wait, no, should, should I do you, my first no, bust? No, you shoot your first bust. First bust, dude. My first bust is underwhelming anyways. Um, it's okay. the Panthers owner. Um, so the Panthers owner is my first bust because uh, in an end of season interview, um, he said that he was looking to oh fuck where'd the article go oh no he's trying to end the quote unquote old boys network which would mean he wants to all the NFL owners are white just right? sounds like some Epstein was saying all the NFL owners are white most GMs are also white uh, there's currently three black head coaches in a league that's 80% black um, so he said hey I want to get rid of the old boys network that prevails in the in the NFL that dominates the NFL. As a white owner of an NFL team who just hired a white coach over our black interim coach that led us to more wins than our other white head coach had done. And I I didn't interview black people. I only interviewed white people. Well, yeah, do because there's a rule that says you have to. 
but I, I, I want to get rid of all these white people. You're not doing a great job yeah. of, of convincing Old me, dude. When you when the, the guy you had that was doing really great for you and everyone loved and all the players wanted to play for was African-American, was black, and you decided that's not our guy. The guy that just got fired by the Colts, that's our guy. That's who yeah. we want. Uh, GM-wise, I'm sure they're the GM's biggest white. biggest loss in history. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm sure their GM is white. I'm sure. The second biggest, but. Well, it wasn't him. That was Jeff Saturday. Yeah, so second biggest. Hmm? It wasn't the biggest one. No, Frank Reich that. had the largest comeback ever. And then Jeff Saturday gave up the uh, largest comeback ever. Yeah. Frank Reich's not a bad coach, but I'm just saying. I thought he gave up the second biggest. No. I don't and they so. cut him and then we made fun of him for giving because now their new one gave up the No, we, get, we made fun of them because their old head coach made a huge comeback. And then their new head coach gave up a huge comeback. And it's like, oh, was that really the best decision? The other way around. Either way, uh, Big Boss Panthers owner, no one believes you. And you're not yeah, proving not anything to anybody. Slightly. All right. Uh, only bust, Kyle. All right. Uh, this one was almost a boom, but I'll explain why it was a bust. An Illinois woman. So a female lunch lady is in big trouble, guys. Uh, she's looking at some prison time. Um, because when COVID hit, she got put in charge of inventory for the school cafeteria. Okay. Um, Fair job. In that year and a half, two years, whatever it was that she was in charge, she stole 11,000 cases of chicken wings worth $1.5 million. Did you? Okay. I want to see why this is a bust, but did your school ever have chicken wings? No. Mine never had chicken wings. What school are they going to? It's a one in Illinois, and the reason why she is a bust is because it was one of the poorest school districts in Illinois who needed money and food for the kids, and she would over-order on the wings, and she would take... She took... I don't know how it's possible to take 11,000 cases of chicken wings. If it's eleven thousand dollars of chicken wings, I would have believed it. Eleven thousand cases over what? But two worth one point five million dollars. She's currently in jail on a one hundred and fifty thousand dollar bail. Um, so okay. So that's the reason why she. When I first read it, I was like, "Oh, booming, booming to that lady for fucking loving chicken wings, just like someone should." Just like, but it was from the poor school district in Illinois. Just the numbers really on it. So eleven thousand cases. Right, let's just split a year and a half for quick math's sake, and say it's 150 school days, which it's not. But let's say it's 150 school days. That's maybe 300 school days. 11,000 cases over 300 school days. Did you do the math? 21 cases a day over two years. So it was 136 dollars per case of chicken wings. Okay. The math I want to do is say she stole how many cases per so day. Let's of say school nine, year. nine months. No, I'm saying I'm saying 150 school days, right? That, mm -hmm. Take out weekends, take out holidays, take out summer, right? Call it 150. I think that's about fair. Okay. If she stole 11,000 cases, it's 36 cases a school day. Almost Ruffle, 37. But you gotta understand a school year. Yeah, that's. She would have stolen like 37 cases of chicken wings per school day. How do you? Hey, it doesn't make sense. Like, dude, what? Yeah, and I watched the whole news report on this, and it doesn't make sense how there was eleven 
thousand cases we taken. Hey, hey, Cuban, you're not wrong. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Um, but yeah, dude, Cuban, I don't know if you know this lunch lady, dude, but you gotta go spit on her. Because that's rough, dude. Eleven thousand cases. God damn. One and a half mil. Jesus Christ. All right. Timmy, sec or uh, only bust. The friend zone. It can be deadly. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Always. It, it can be right. deadly. The friend zone. It's the worst worst place to be is a, is a single person. Yeah. Right? When you're in the friend zone, it's the worst. Well, this is a classic. City boys! <laughs> City boys! Um, but it shows to girls... I don't necessarily want to put men in the friend zone because a man was rejected by a woman who wanted only to be friends, which is understandable, but there's different ways to go about it. Um, our, he sued her for $3 million over trauma. City boys! <laughs> City, City boys! <laughs> Love it. So, uh, yeah, the friend zone is a bust because if you girls are putting... The boys. It's emotional. Dude, trauma. we take an action, dog. <laughs> we take an action. You better watch we'll yourself. Fucking get you, dude. Check yourselves before you wreck yourself. Let us hit it once, or we're you're losing three you. mil, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, it. That's in the. Yeah. It's like three million dollars or one sex. <laughs> or one <laughs> sex. <laughs> Just want one. Yep, dude. One late night smash. That's all it takes. Jesus. All right. All what right. Do you got? My second and final bust is Brock Purdy. Oh. Oh. It's a picture of Brock Purdy. I don't know what it yep. is. Yep. Okay. Th- that is a picture of Brock Purdy. It's a picture yep. of Brock Purdy. That is the picture that Ric Flair tweeted of Brock Purdy. Okay. Oh, yeah. He got torched. At Brock Purdy 13. I crashed in an airplane. Get in the game. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Ric Flair's a savage. Off the top rope. Coming at Brock Purdy. The man crashed in an airplane. Woo! How are you not playing in the game? Boy, you hurt your elbow. Get out there, you pussy. <laughs> Big bust to you, Brock Purdy. Uh, couldn't agree more. Um, I don't yeah, care if you yeah. can't throw the ball. Cuban, that's Cuban, that is my defense, and that's yeah. why it was a bust and not a boom, yeah. dude. Uh, <laughs> all right, that wraps it up for this week of Toy Talking Sports. Uh, obviously very football-centric. Uh, make sure you're here on Thursday. We're going to be talking NHL, NBA, any other questions you guys have, hot any takes. Any hot takes, guys. Literally anything, sports, not sports, we do not care. You guys want to talk about cricket? I'll fucking talk, we'll talk about, about cricket, cricket, dude. Make sure you're here. We will. Make sure you're here on uh, Thursday. Can uh, we yeah. speak on my bus? Yes. Yeah, Raffle, yes. what's your bus? Wait, I did allude to it earlier. Super Bowl merchandise. Yeah, what is uh, the bus? Hold on, before you, Raffle, literally Batman, one, two, three, opinion on the Chargers, keeping Staley. I hate it. Next. <laughs> I don't think he's here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. So I'm not we we yeah we did wait too long. But yeah, okay. Yeah. What's the bus raffle? We waiting all fucking day for this, dude. Yeah, you should have had this pre-typed 